Welcome in to another episode of Mozzie and the Muscle. We got a normal speed intro this time, maybe a little sped up, but um, <laughs> how are you doing today, Mozzie? Doing awesome. Had a couple, uh, couple of Negronis just to get started, you know, loosen everything up. Ah, fancy. One of my favorite little drinks out there. Recently introduced to it. You can't have more than two, though. You have more than two Negronis, everything goes south. That sounds kind of racist. I know it's not, but it does sound kind of racist. <laughs> it's just like this. I don't know what it is. It's this unspoken rule. Every time I've ever had more than two Negronis, it's the night has spiraled. So two is the cap. <laughs> good to know. I'm good on. to know. Yeah, yeah. Just for the future. I, I'm a I'm a tequila person, so like, it, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a margarita person, so I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I don't really Margaritas know, are delicious. I don't really know the word limit, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nah, that sounds worse than it is. But um, <laughs> there's a different limit with tequila. Different limit. <laughs> but um, anyway, we'll go ahead and get right on into the uh, bangers and mash, uh, otherwise known as studs and duds. But that's less fun. Um, there were, I mean, there were there were a lot of good ones this week, especially at quarterback. Um, Ryan and Breeze obviously in that shootout, and Cam <clears> against <throat> Cincinnati. Um, I mean, you're starting Breeze and Cam pretty much every week now, and but. I think the big takeaway is that like Ryan is pretty much approaching like always start territory. I mean, I think he more or less is at this point. I mean, unless he's got like the Jags or something, but yeah, I mean, there's a very few matchups I'd consider not starting Matt Ryan. And let me look at his schedule. Really his whole quick. year is pretty easy. Honestly, there, I literally can't see a game where I'm not probably starting him to be honest yeah <laughs> yeah like, week 15 like arizona like air i mean that's all i'm still so it's not even that bad i mean because arizona's past events is always i mean it's it's got patrick peterson yeah but i mean yeah they don't have any washington's is okay that might be week nine against washington might be one where i'd be like maybe but mm-hmm. i mean yeah he's got a very easy schedule he's got Pitt and tampa and the giants giants are okay even, still yeah, but even Baltimore's at home, though that is week 13, which could be your playoff start, depending on what league you're in. Yeah, then Jimmy Smith will be back. But either way, his schedule's pretty easy going forward, so you're pretty much starting him every week. Um, Ryan Tannehill had a good week. Um, I know some of those were off. Uh, I'll take a look for sure, but I know some of those were off of, like, he barely passed it, and a guy ran it a lot. <laughs> that seems to be his MO. He does yeah. not launch the ball downfield very much. Yeah, that was some of Jared Goff last year, but Jared Goff was pretty good this year so far, though. But um, yeah, because t- he had 29 points in our league. Um, he but, didn't cross 300 yards, though. And, yeah, you know, 30 points without hitting 300 yards is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But um, because I know there was the Albert Wilson one. I'll, I'll me go look at that game so I can like double check what the touchdowns were. Because I know didn't he like barely toss it to Albert Wilson? And he like just zipped it in or something. It was like a 12-yard pass. And then he and Jakeem Grant ran in and high-fived. That was neat. I did like that. That was dope. One of my favorite plays. They, like, look at each other and high-five. Oh, man, that was great. Yeah, so Tannehill had – he was 17 of 23 for 289 and 3. That's, like, kind of bordering on college stats. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I mean, you know, never really had his full time in college, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. He, he wasn't really a quarterback, so I don't know. I I think at New England could be like a rude awakening for the Dolphins. Yes. I have a feeling. I d- 
Okay, how many times have you watched the Patriots lose two games in a row? That's not often. <laughs> now they're at home. They just got embarrassed. Their practices are going to be brutal. Yeah. So watch out. They probably your get Josh hype. Gordon back, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, they, so they the New England, they they might get Trey Flowers back. They, I don't know about Patrick Chung, Eric Rowe. Like, I mean, they they they're on some injuries and whatnot. So that's kind yeah. Of they're in, they're a next man up kind of team anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a limit at that, but I mean, yeah, right. I don't know. I don't. I just still don't think Ryan Tannehill is that good. Like, I'm, I'll stand. I'll stand by that one. I don't care if I die on the hill. <laughs> on the Tannehill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, there are weeks where he will get you a rushing floor, and that helps him for fantasy. But like, I don't know. Like, I don't. Last week might be his best week all season, and I wouldn't be surprised one bit. With 29 points, yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, 289 and three, no turnovers and 26 rushing yards yeah like we're hitting week four which is officially like by my standards the week all the teams are starting to play in like actual team form like the three seasons over they've like they've gotten all their bullshit out of the way so now is the time where you start seeing the real games and everything so we'll see this yeah. is like the real test so new england cincy chicago detroit houston jets it's not like a it's like the opposite of dalton and ryan's schedule <laughs> like i mean i mean new england's not been great but like like none of these have been like i mean chicago's is pretty good but like these those all are like average or above average defenses mm-hmm. i'd say so. yeah for sure i mean tennessee's defense is certainly solid also, um, his you... playoff schedule, week 15 and 16, is Minnesota and Jacksonville. So, Yark. that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you, you, we know those are going to be tough pass defenses. So Right. And they're going to be – yeah, no, that's a that's a big no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then last the last quarterback stud um, before we go down to Tannehill on this one. Um, Josh hey. Allen. All right. <laughs> Josh Allen. I, I owe him an apology. And at least at least a bit of one so i mean i i i was hard on him all draft season and stuff and like i said he wasn't good i mean <laughs> that was the thing he had a good he, he was you know what he was impressive last week i will i will i will admit that part he was impressive last week what i will say though <laughs> is that their average starting field position was i believe like the the 40 yard line i don't know if that was their own or the vikings like they had such good starting field position all the time the whole game yeah oh my god it was the bills defense that just destroyed the vikings man yeah they like the I vikings mean, were lost so josh allen got so he got 28.7 points yeah he did league. get two rushing touchdowns so two of those were thing. rushing yeah he had 196 yards and a touchdown mm-hmm. it was I'm not in on the Allen hype yet, personally. Yeah, he, he has to go to Lambeau this week. So, like, <laughs> that's never easy. Right. I mean, I honestly, like, for me, he might be great. He honestly might be. But I can't rule out the possibility that the Vikings just laid a complete egg. Mm-hmm. And also, there's, like, the possibility of, like, Maybe he's a good fan. Maybe he's a fine fantasy quarterback too. Like he still had like 14 points against the Chargers. Like that's that's respectable. Like 
I mean, yeah, against the Chargers, yeah, that's solid. But like, the thing he is gonna do is like he's gonna give you a rushing floor because he he's run four he ran four for twenty six in week one that was half a game. He runs eight for thirty two against the Chargers and ten for thirty nine in the two touchdowns last week. So like, he's he's super athletic. So like, you're gonna be there's like there's gonna be a game through like he he will have a game where he throws four picks at some point. Like week twelve against Jacksonville, that might be it. But like, yeah, <laughs> circle it. <laughs> so I mean, but okay, we've seen not like a, a not. You don't have to be real good to be fantasy good. True. So, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, when he first started, he was good and fantasy good. I mean, like in terms of winning yeah. games. Yeah, he and Harbaugh had something special going, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that fell off quickly, though. The whole, I mean, the team is... Anyway, I don't want to go on a Kaepernick hole, either. <laughs> right. But, um, so what are you doing with Jalen? I'm going to call him Jalen, I think. I like that. Jalen? Yeah, what are you doing with Jalen? But... <laughs> what are you it's doing like about Jalen? Dr. Dr. Scholl's commercial. Are you Jalen? I'm Jalen. <laughs> um, against Green Bay... He might not have a horrible game. I mean, they're not exactly known for their defense. Yeah, I mean, it's not uh, like it's not like his his rest of season schedule isn't like easy or anything. No, I mean, I don't want him. Yeah, I mean, pers- if we, like, I mean, okay, if if he goes to Green Bay and puts up a decent line, then then I'll have to actually start taking it seriously. I mean, yeah, show me two games where I know it's not a fluke. Like, I don't want to take away from the Bills' victory. They beat the Vikings, and I forever hate the Vikings because yeah, of it. Yeah, that's a thing, too. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, we can't, like, we were, sh- like, we were, we were deep on, deep into the shitting on the Bills, and they won, maybe the Vikings. So, like, I don't, it, it hurts me in a way that I can't describe. So, I think everyone hurt a little bit. Just yeah, everyone's survivor pool is dead. So, <laughs> if I mean, if he's like a top twelve quarterback, like next week, I mean, okay, what this this past week top twelve would have been? Let me see, four, five, six. Probably pretty high given yeah, this season. Given the quarterback play, so five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So I mean, that's like that's twenty. I mean, you have to get more than twenty points to be a top twelve quarterback currently. So like, if he puts up a twenty point game, like fantasy wise. Then like I mean I mean it's super flexible. He's, I mean you have to own him, duh. But like, mm-hmm. oh for sure, yeah. If you have two QBs, then yeah, you should definitely have Josh Allen. Yeah, but I mean it's the Nate, competitiveness okay. of the quarterback position. There are so many good fantasy quarterbacks. Like oh, that, the siren going off. There we go. The 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 take siren. The hot take siren. The take <laughs> siren. Woo woo woo. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, one quarterback. You don't. I mean, yes. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna pick him up in any of my leagues where I have any other quarterback, basically. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's interesting though, regardless. Yeah, maybe you had your for some reason your quarterback was Tyrod Taylor and that was it, and now you don't have one and Josh Allen's available. Yeah, I'd pick up Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I keep an eye on it. He's got a rushing floor, and like. As like much as I crap on him, like he can have a big play that saves his day. The problem is he's on the Bills, and like <laughs> they're still like I'm okay. I'll st- I'm, a, I'm still gonna shit on the Bills. Like don't, don't get me wrong. Like he who's like he it's still like who's he throwing to is the thing. Yeah, he still has the least talented roster around him in the NFL. Yeah, like his leading receiver was Chris Ivory. 
and then next was Andre Holmes and Calvin Benjamin. Then who was Jay Kroom? Um, yeah, he's a tight end. Jason Kroom, right. my backup tight end. Yeah. So I mean, like, I think I think I'm clear on where I stand with it. Like, it was neat, but I'm not starting him yet. So <laughs> it's very neat. Yeah, but like I said, <laughs> Nathan Peterman still gave me super aids. So. <laughs> yeah um anyway give me on... another week <laughs> <laughs> oh we'll move on to running backs but not enough josh allen for now although i i did get use out of the um the gif of him doing like that one Fortnite dance like the take the l dance or whatever and oh i sent it God. to my sister and her husband who are vikings fans to tilt them so that was fun. My, my friends were doing that this weekend they were doing the that dance and i had absolutely no idea what it was since <laughs> i don't play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What on earth?" Yeah, I've I've not played it in a while, but like I've I played it, so I know I'm aware of what it is. But um, <sighs> yeah, on to the running backs. I mean, okay, Kamara and Barkley studs, duh, they get a lot of targets, so that's kind of easy. Kamara got like 20 targets or some shit, right? Insane. That'll go down a little when Ingram comes back, but he's still gonna make the most of his opportunities. Yeah, so it, it was also the Falcons who are literally always the worst against pass catching running backs. So yep, that's like their mo. Yeah, since like Dinkman's been there, that's like been their thing. So, yeah, um, they get oh, Gio, I like Geo this week. Do I have a, do I have a monitor? I don't know. I like Geo this week. That's a thing. Um, <laughs> let's see. Adrian Peterson was good. Um, Very good. I, I mean, I don't know how many people started him, but everyone I played against. Yeah, he's su- <laughs> he's super game script dependent. It's the problem. Yeah, because they just. I mean, he's your downhill runner. He's gonna get a decent amount of carries and like if you're winning then mm-hmm. like arizona works. and green bay they were winning indiana sorry indianapolis they weren't so i mean and he plays he plays new orleans and carolina so he has the bye then new orleans and carolina like there's a good chance like he they'll, they'll be trailing and especially against new orleans but also against carolina then he gets dallas and the giants you can play him against then atlanta and tampa like it's pretty much like if you think they're going to be ahead you can play them but that's, I mean, what if you're wrong? Like, <laughs> Right. He's yeah. definitely more of like, I would want him as my flex. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also sell sell him. Personally. Oh, yeah. Sell high if he was on my team, yeah, sell high after this week. For sure. Because uh, I was telling you, so might have, it's going to be a good chance to bring it up. I would highly, 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 highly doubt that Peterson plays this entire season. Like, yeah, yeah, he said he'd do something embarrassing on the podcast um, if that were the case. So Right, yeah, so we'll have to play that one out. Um, <laughs> not sure what it'll be yet. Like, we've already done the foot-in-the-mouth thing, mm-hmm. so I don't know. If Peterson plays all 16 games. Oh, we've I mean, got a lot of time to figure it out. Yeah, we got time. We've got not, I think he like plays 13. under 14 right now. Yeah, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, next up, Gio had a good week. Um but like Geo when he gets the chance to beat the feature is good. So He's like, good. That's I mean that's like I feel bad for him cuz like the Bengals never want to use him that way, but yeah, I mean he's good. So if if Mixon's out against the Falcons, Geo is a must start in my opinion. He should be. Like Falcons pass catching running back. Like that's what Geo does. So and I I would I'm pretty certain that Mixon will take yeah, another week at I least. Think, yeah, I think he's doubtful. So, I mean, 
I don't, I don't have it in there. I mean, I guess I can make him a co-start, but like, Geo's like he's you like you probably played him last week. You gotta, you gotta play him this week. Yeah, keep rolling on the Geo train. Mm-hmm. It's a Geo storm. Yeah, he's but way better. He'll be your Geo dude this week. Um, <laughs> Carlos Hyde had a good week. Um, I mean, he's been the guy. He's he's been double digits all year. Um, his his touchdowns are like bound to like start going away because he's got what pierce 200 yards but four touchdowns that's not like you know usual so sustainable yeah like if he keeps that up like he's not going to keep that up all year i imagine so i mean i i could see him as a sell high option possibly yeah it's like when they're at the one yard line he's the running back you want to hand it to above the rest of them i feel like they're like they don't trust Nick Chubb enough yet for that, even though eventually I think it'll be Chubb. Yeah, and he's definitely getting the majority of the carries and the and the uh, targets. Yeah, I could see Duke Johnson being more relevant with Baker and like I mean Duke Johnson and Tyra just didn't like it. What didn't it wasn't a fit, but like it might be more for more of a fit for Baker. And honestly, like Baker being in there, like I, I get. I mean, I know I'm a I've supported Tyra, but he he didn't look super great. <laughs> so I mean, I, like no. I'll admit that, and he's that underthrow to Callaway was probably like what really cost him. But um, yeah. I mean, he had two underthrows to Callaway. Yeah, there there was like there was one that was just like so blatant. It was like, Ugh. but of course Baker hit Callaway in the hands and he dropped it. But um, right. <laughs> but and also like Baker won't run as much as Tyrod, so like it'll like, give more to the other guys. But that's part of it. But. Yeah, I don't know. Like the Browns, like will have a little like a boost for Baker being there. I'd say, but they certainly looked like it. You yeah. see how different that offense looked. Like they were hustling out yeah. there. They're actually playing for their QB. Uh, he's also the number one fucking pick. So like, it's not like I'm saying Tyrod's the worst because Baker's better. Like, the number one overall, overall pick in the draft like should be better than like Tyrod. Like not to, like I mean, Abs- no, absolutely. <laughs> Like I, I don't, I, I don't have support of Tyra, but like, I mean, speaking logically, like, like Rosen should be better than Bradford. Like, Darnold like should be better than McCown. Like, Lamar if you get the number one pick in the draft, they should be the the fucking Maserati. You know? Yeah. The Maserati. Like, yes, the Maserati. You don't want to, you know, Honda Civic out of your first round pick. That's yeah. fine for later, but. I mean, that's what happens when you when you draft Corey Coleman. So. <laughs> No, that's not a Civic. What, what's something that breaks down? He says Civics are reliable, at least. A Fiat. <laughs> a Fiat. Yeah, there you go. But um, now, I was told that Fiat actually stands for fix it again, Tony, because you have to always take it into the garage, and the garage person's name is, you know, inevitably Tony. T- Tony. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it's a common name. But um, right. anyway, yeah. I had a good week. I mean, I, I would be open to selling if I can get a good value. Um... There were a lot of receivers, like wide receiver twos types of guys who had good weeks. Ridley and Boyd. Ridley's good, obviously, but like a lot of it was the Saints just like doubling and shadowing Julio and Ridley taking advantage of it. And the, also the fact that every corner besides Marshawn Lattimore on the Saints is like AIDS. So, <laughs> See, I really thought, this is just a little draft recap, I really thought the Cowboys would take a wide receiver and the fact they didn't take Ridley 
Yeah, because I have like, Ridley I, as my number one. Or I think I had, did I have more Ridley as my number one? I can't remember who I had, but I had more in Ridley one and two when we like pre-draft. But yeah, and like looking back, like I'm sure Leighton Vander Esch has been great for the defense. Now that Sean Lee is out again, it's mm-hmm. great that they have a, a linebacker there that's good. But I mean, don't you think the Cowboys would look a little bit better with Calvin Ridley on their team right now? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> he was the most pro ready, and like, I know it was well established that he was pretty pro ready. But I mean, he's he's like flex startable every week, especially depending on matchup. Like they've got Cincy this week. Let me pull up who they have coming up. They have Cincy, then they have oh god, oh god, Pitt. I mean Pitt and Tampa. Like you could play against Pitt and Tampa easily. So for sure. But I mean, he, he's going to be owned everywhere now, of course. So. Yeah. Um, but he, like I said, he's not like every week start, but he's definitely like flex playable pretty much most weeks, and then like probably gonna start him a lot of weeks as well on matchup. Now, right. the problem with Jordy Nelson is I don't know if he, you can reliably start him every week. That was a shocker. I mean, he was on my bench, and that wasn't like a question like, oh, maybe I should start Jordy this week. Like I had absolutely no faith that I should be putting Jordy Nelson yeah. in over like anyone else in my flex, and he absolutely demolished. Yeah, he'd gotten four targets the first two weeks and then got eight last week. Right. So, and he had that, like, long one. And, like, not to say that, like, not, I mean, he did it, but I don't know if you can count on Jordy getting a long touchdown this week. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, cl- they're playing Cleveland this week, and Cleveland's defense is pretty solid. Yeah, I imagine the best guys will be on Amari Cooper, though. So, who knows? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. It's, it's hard to get behind Nelson, though personally just like as a weekly guy Not yeah t- like like josh allen i'm waiting to see if that was a fluke yeah um and, and i mean who knows maybe nelson will be his crab tree that's kind of what we thought possibly right and, originally that was the idea yeah i don't know i don't think <laughs> as much as it hurts to say this i don't think Carr and cooper are like a great fit for each other <coughs> no but mm. I don't know. Anyway, so um, Tyler Boyd, he's had two good weeks in a row. Um, one with fully healthy Adrian Green, one with Adrian Green going out. I mean, I, I mean, he's probably owned pretty much everywhere now, like I'd imagine. But, I mean, third-year breakout, I mean, that's a typical thing. And, like, he's probably playable against Atlanta, too. So, I mean, I think I think this week you're riding the wave, and after that you can kind of be like, oh, Miami, we'll see. But Is that Pitt- Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, KC, Tampa, like, his matchups are all good. So, very good. Yeah. Would you rather have him or John Brown? Um, possibly John Brown by a small margin. Yeah, it's close. I'm I'm on I'm John Brown just because. Like, I'm John Brown. No, I, I'm, I'm John. on. <laughs> I got sickle cell shit. <laughs> but um, shit. No, I mean that is one thing to watch with John Brown is that too. That's like obviously the risk side of it, but. I mean, he's been double-digit points every week. Um, Flacco clearly likes him a lot. That's, yeah, they've that's the clicked. Thing. Like, and that was what like, was the thing like I thought about too, because like Flacco loves throwing it deep. So John Brown's gotten four, ten, and nine targets so far. Tyler Boyd's gotten five, nine, and seven, so similar on that. But let me see snap counts. I think Tyler Boyd's playing most of the snaps. Yeah, pretty much around eighty percent. Okay. Um, let me see target. Eh, wrong one. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Tico Baltimore snap counts. John, I mean John Brown's playing pretty much the same on his crab tree. So, yeah, yeah. I just like Flacco's natural like gravitation to throw to him. Yeah. Also, the the Ravens like 
run a lot of plays too. That's like a real thing, actually. So which yeah, you told me about that last week, which I had no idea. Yeah, they have like the highest, one of the if not the highest, like one of them. Yeah, Flacco's attempted 129 passes already this season. Like week two, they had it. They ran so week one was low, 54 snaps, like 54 plays because like I mean it was Buffalo first week. Then 85 plays against Cincinnati and 72 against Denver. Like they they're quick. Like Harbaugh runs a quick offense. So that's part of why I can like John Brown because there's just more snaps. So yeah, I think I would take Brown. Mm-hmm. But little little uh, diversion there. Robert yeah. Woods, um, he had a good week. I mean, he's been really close the past weeks too. I mean, I think I mean. You're, st- you're starting him every week, I'd, I assume. Yeah, I mean, he's probably your WR2, hopefully. Yeah. And you can start pretty much all the Rams receivers every week. Yeah, it's just kind of a question of which one's going to be the one that pops off. But, I mean, Cooper Cup got you 15 or 14.8 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, they but all like, did pretty well. Yeah, like most weeks you can play all of them. Like so- sometimes matchups will, like, do it too. But – they they like it's it's literally those three guys and that's it is the thing that's why it's like kind of okay because they don't use the tight end really at all no like, like very sparingly so those guys like every week they've all played at least 94 percent of the snaps so they're like it's they're, they're literally like they're literally always in wider like three receiver stats and it's always those three like josh reynolds is like the next guy he's played like less than five snaps every week so that's really crazy to think about yeah, so like when it's all so hyper focused on three guys, so what? So Woods has had nine, nine, and eleven targets. He's actually the target leader. Cooks has had eight, nine, and eight. Cup has had nine, six, and six. So like, those are all pretty high. Yeah, and literally no one else gets anything. Like no other receivers have targets. Well, it's them three and Gurley, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, so Gurley's got fourteen targets on the season. The tight ends combined for eight. Like Malcolm Brown gets a couple occasionally, but like all those guys have more than twenty targets on the season. So, I mean, like they're bound to all pop off at some point. Like they all get red zone looks. Cup gets the most red zone looks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's that's all, that's something we established before the season. But like the, they're all startable. Like they're all good, and it's a it's a freaking insane offense. So it's insane. Yeah, I yeah. mean, no wonder they click all the time. They just have four stars they can throw it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, question on Boyd, if I think I'm pretty sure AJ Green plays this week, but if AJ Green is out, does that make you same, better, or worse on Boyd? I mean, if AJ Green doesn't play this week, then I want Boyd and I want Bernard in like all my lineups. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm torn on if like if the coverage goes to Green, that's why Boyd yeah, does well. The only thing is like the Falcons, like I don't know if like that would matter <laughs> at this point. <laughs> exactly. It's the yeah. Falcons. They have their secondary is depleted mm-hmm. and one thing like like they, they have Eifert back too that helps a lot like having to worry about him and then like even if John Rice isn't doing stuff like you have to worry about him like it opens things up as like cliche as that sounds like for Boyd to be a security blanket for Dalton he's kind of like the Algalore for Wentz hmm. in a way because like Algalore like, like whenever stuff broke down to Philly it was Algalore and then now it's like kind of Boyd whenever stuff breaks down for Dalton Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of Philly, we had Dallas Goddard pop off for what was like seven for seventy something and a touchdown, right? Yeah, something he had bonkers. A great game. He did better than Ertz. Yeah, um, I think is if Alshon's out again, I think Goddard's playable. I, I that makes sense because like 
there aren't many weapons if that's the case. When Ashwan comes back, I think Yabas have to be like, oh, like, I probably can't play this backup tight end. Like playing a black you're playing a backup tight end. That's like a big risk. So it's tough this week against the Titans. They mm -hmm. have a really good defense against tight ends, even though they haven't played the best tight ends. But with the Philly, like Eagles having so many injuries, I mean, if they do the two tight end set, then Goddard's going to be, I think he'll be fairly reliable. Yeah, his snaps went way up last week. He went from getting like sub 20 to getting like, he got 55 snaps last week. So that's like, he was pretty much two thirds of the snaps. Yeah. Because they, they also run a lot of plays. 82 offensive snaps i might if i have the option pick up goddard and not play him this week maybe i'll sit on him this week see if but, see if i were I gonna like pick him up this would be the week i play him while alshon's still gone personally but because mm. i mean okay when alshon comes back like that's gonna take away targets for so. sure and then like alshon's pretty solid in the red zone i'd say and like goddard kind of fills that void and, and like because Ertz still got 10 targets, even though Goddard yeah. got 7. It was, like, all tight ends last week. Right. So, but, I mean, because I, I, I assume Alshon's out this week. So. I think he is. I mean, I also don't know. Like, Alshon Jeffrey could be out for a lot of the season, yeah. depending on his injury. It's, I, I'm, I, it sounds like he'll, if he probably won't be back this week, but it's, I think, week five is the target for him. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, there's... The other guy you could who you could probably get or maybe did get is Vance McDonald, who I would probably play over him now, just because. Oh, for sure, yeah. We, you and I were talking about how he's gonna probably start getting all of the tight end looks over Jesse James. Yeah, I mean, I think even last week because we mentioned Jesse James as a stud, and I was like, I want Vance McDonald, and yeah, hold. I mean, it's only five targets, and he got that big play, but I mean, five targets versus one to Jesse James, that was a big. That's a big thing. It so. is. And his play was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much, Jesse James had one more snap, but I mean, Vance McDonald's better. So. <laughs> is Vance McDonald young? Yeah, I think he's in his, what, I'm not sure what year he's in, but yeah, he was, he was born in 90. He, he was, oh wow. I don't mind. He was a second round pick in 2013. I didn't realize. So but, fifth I mean, year. Tight ends do take some time. Because he started coming on in San Fran, and then they tried to mm -hmm. hit the pit last year, and then he had that good playoff game, and it started to work. So, it's definitely a target that I think Ben would definitely gravitate towards. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a <coughs> big motherfucker, so right, <laughs> like Ben. <laughs> exactly, dude. That was a classic big Ben moment at the end of the game when he like shook everyone off of him and like completed that pass to get the first down to like ice the game pretty much. Yep. I was dope, but that's Big Ben in this. Yeah, that's what he does. But yeah, if and, and the league where I have Evan Ingram, like I got Vance because I like his outlook. Who do who do they have the rest of the way? They, I mean, I know they have Baltimore, and then who else do they have following that? They have they have Baltimore, Atlanta. I remember Atlanta. Um, Baltimore, Atlanta, Cincy. Cincy's bad against tight ends actually. So like, Vance McDonald has a good schedule coming up, and he's like a good filler for Evan Ingram, I'd say. So. Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. I think I think he'll be better long term than Goddard will this year. So, would you rather have Trey Burton or Vance McDonald? Oh, Trey Burton. Yeah, really. that's that's an easy one. I mean, numbers and, wise, he hasn't been amazing, but he's getting the looks. 
Yeah, it's just and, like Trubisky's just not as good as Ben. Yeah, Trey Burton's <laughs> better too, and he also gets Tampa this week, so that'll help. But he's on bye next week. But someone in one of our leagues dropped Trey Burton and even Evan Ingram, so check, just a reminder to check who people drop. And I got a league where someone dropped Derrick Henry, so people are going to be upset and drop people they shouldn't. So check that. <laughs> yeah, that, that someone has a bad game and they're like, "Fuck this player," and they drop him mm-hmm. and they blow up next week. Yeah, and like. Cause like I'm, I can pick up Evan Ingram and put him in my R. So like I'm gonna do that. <laughs> but even if it's like I don't get him and just go get Trey Burton, like it's I would I want him way more than Cook. So because I've been losing Jared Cook, mm-hmm. which is actually who. Oh yeah, so yeah, I, the guy who dropped Ingram had someone in his IR already, so he couldn't do it. Rip. Oh, bummer. But um, anyway, yeah. those are the studs. All we can kind of go through some duds real quick um Bortles flopped case flopped Dak flopped um I mean as long as Scott Linehan and Jason Garrett are there especially Scott Linehan I don't think he played Dak case is like kind of deeper streamer Bortles is a streamer but it was I mean the vigil games are usually tough but I mean the risk you run with Bortles and case is the pumpkin games and then yeah where they play like pumpkins yeah and then I thought Brady would have a way better day than he did. I, mean, I think we both did. Against the Lions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Darius Big Play Slay showed up. Yeah, it was it was rough. I mean, they, they doubled Gronk the whole game, and there was nowhere else to go. I mean, Patricia had a really good game plan for it. Getting, hopefully, Jordan or Josh Gordon back this week and Julian Edelman the next week will help. But, yeah, it was rough. It was real rough. I've still got Josh Gordon chilling on a couple benches, just waiting for the <laughs> I return. I think he's back this week. If he's not, like, the Patriots are just going to be like, all right, get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently his hammy's whatever, but eh. anyway. Um, also, and, and another quarterback that flopped was Kirk Cousins and pretty much just the whole Vikings team. All of um, the Vikings collectively just fell down. Yeah, and I mean, there's, you can say – like um, we, we're gonna talk about it in a bit, like the whole maybe the Everson Griffith situation just like deflated the team severely. But like, yeah. I don't know. It was I, was it? It makes sense that that's why the defense would be rough. But like, the offense was just tragic. So, the Vikings line was a lot worse than I thought. Like I didn't, I never thought they were great. Like I thought they were a pretty middle tier offensive line, but they looked really bad. It was, yeah. It was. It was a bad time so it was Bills had almost like 30 QB pressures on Cousins yeah he he had he wasn't able to do a, a thing <laughs> so they, the whole team just like they got they got waxed by the Bills and like I said I know Josh Allen was fine but like I still think the Bills are a great team like the roster's still like very subpar so like and they got then the, they just waxed the Vikings going into Minnesota so yeah I mean that was Nobody expected it. I certainly didn't. Yeah, so this, all the Vikings. Murray, I thought he was a surefire guy. Had him ever run DFS. Like, Same. What? I mean, like... <laughs> the stars were aligning for Latavius Murray to have, like, a 20-point game. Yeah, and, like, the 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 an upset of this magnitude, like, all, like hasn't happened before, pretty much, is, like, the thing... Like a road dog has never won by this much, really. Like since like in in whatever many years. So literally, like there there have been like three 
road upsets in all of NFL history with that wide of a point spread margin. And this was like the biggest. I I, I, mean, I don't know the exact of it, but like this this was this was something that pretty much never happens or may have never actually happened to the same degree too. But I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm relatively sure this is the biggest blowout by that big of a road dog ever. The only other one I can think of is the Jets Colts Super Bowl, where the Jets were like 17 point underdogs so, and beat the Colts in the Super Bowl, like to establish the AFC, which was dope. But that was in 19, what, 69? Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that game was a, an oddity. So and uh, like the, the process was just like, oh, yeah, but I don't know if anyone knew Everson Griffin had his issues and the, the team would just collapse completely against the bills so yeah but anyway um other running backs we had derrick henry looked rough the titans i mean okay they had blaine gabbert starting sorry i was far from back there they had blaine gabbert starting mariota had to come play with like half his arm so <laughs> the whole team was rough it was a nine to six game but I mean, okay you you have to hold derrick henry someone dropping me go grab him because he's getting the volume so like eventually like hope you hope they put it together 18 carries the both the past two weeks yeah like that's something that you don't get really on the waivers ever so i mean you have to stick with it i can't i'm actually like i'm going into espn right now someone in my homer league dropped derrick henry and yeah, i'm absolutely a, gonna go grab him yeah i have a claim in for him what an idiot yeah i don't know i don't see why you would do that we know volume translates to fantasy production we know yeah. this and he's getting the volume so like once they just click he's gonna be solid yeah also someone i didn't put in here i didn't put buck allen in here hmm. i don't know if he's a stud but for what you thought he if he was gonna do he was a stud him and collins both got like 15 points about do so you think collins got 15 buck got 16 and, and buck obviously in a ppr is just a gem but mm-hmm. they're they're both getting used about the same amount but like if buck allen's still on your waiver wire it's probably a decent option to grab him just because, like, he's reliable at least. They really seem to like him. Especially because Kenneth Dixon's out. But, like, and even in our league, in half PPR, he's been in double digits every week. Like, that's <laughs> that's that's good. So That's real good. But, yeah, I know he's all reliable. Like, him and James White <laughs> in PPR. Have him, I have those two in a PPR league where I, like, punted running back in the auction. And, like, it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and that was a quick aside. Um Philip Lindsay got ejected because he punched someone, so that's a thing. Um, that's that's a thing. <laughs> that'll that'll make you a dud. Um, <laughs> um, Come on, man. Yeah, and then also Duke Johnson was a dud again. Um, if he's dropped, I would I would consider adding him because like maybe he and Baker click better. So I don't know. I, I mean, in PPR leagues, yeah, in standard leagues, he might still not be worth it. But mm. what do you think on that one? Um. Let's see. What's he? What's he been getting? I want to see his uh his stats. Dude, John, I mean, it's, he's literally been doing nothing. Nothing at all. It's. I mean, he's just got such a committee to work against. Yeah, he's gotten three, two, and four point three points. So, like, he's he has done nothing. Like, are you just kind of like done with him? I'm not starting him until he shows me anything. Yeah, the big like, problem is that, like, Jarvis Landry took his role. Right. 
Yeah, but I like, mean, hundred percent though. And then like any other dump offs are going to hide. Yeah, or I mean, joke is there too. I don't know. It's just like, but yeah, Landry took his role pretty much. So I don't know. Like he's addable maybe, in hopes that it works better. But like I, I mean, I don't blame you for not. He was so, so good last year. I know. It's a shame. But, I mean, also the Browns are really bad, so that might be a thing. <laughs> he's only good when the Browns <laughs> suck. That's funny. Um, um, let's see. Let's move on to some receiver duds. We had Tyreek Hill, a dud week for him, but he still got like seven points or something. So I mean, it's not like the worst thing in the world. But like, I know like last year is like home road splits where like he was definitely better on the road, and that like happened this year. I, I think it might be coincidental, but probably. I mean, you're not benching Tyreek Hill, so you're good. No, don't, don't, don't do it. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Jackson had a down week. Um, if I mean, if the deep balls aren't clicking, that's a thing. So it's like his main use, really. Yeah, and he has see his I mean he's like he's playing like about the same snaps as Chris Godwin. So like he's like he's I mean he's not like the number one. He's gotten five, four, and five targets all three weeks. And so like last week they just didn't connect. So like that's the risk you run. And like Chris Godwin's kinda overtaking him. OJ Howard is a option. Mm-hmm. So like like I, I had to drop Deshaun Jackson just before we recorded this. So like because he's got Chicago in a bye, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to think that it's fluky, which, I mean, kind of is in a way. And also, if Winston ends up being the starter after the bye, his value goes way down, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, last I mean, year we saw that not work out well. Yeah, I mean, Jameis basically targets, like, his tight end and Mike Evans. Yeah. Cameron Bray got a touchdown, which was hilarious. I didn't realize Fitzpatrick knew Bray existed. Right. We were joking that he just was like, hey, look, it's Howard. He threw it out there. He saw the eight, but not the rest of the number. (laughs) (laughs) So the top tight ends were Vance McDonald, Dallas Goddard, Travis Kelsey, Kyle Rudolph, George Kittle, Rhett Allison, Kevin Brate. Those are the top seven tight ends. Gross. Yeah. So that's how tight end is is this year. Um, (laughs) Are you picking up Rhett Allison to replace Ingram? Okay. (laughs) Sterling Shepard is going to get most of those targets. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I saw some moves happening already. People were picking up Rhett, and I'm sitting so far away from that. Now, there's that. plenty of options. Like, I like Hooper this week, and, like, Vance is there. Um, Goddard might be an option this week. And, I mean, there's there are options that are available on the waivers that I would prefer to mm-hmm. Rhett Allison. So. Definitely. But yeah, Hooper and Vance are two that come to mind right away. Um. Next up, we see Allen Robinson and Corey Davis both had rough weeks. I'm going to kind of group them together here because I feel like they're on a similar tier. Um, okay. <laughs> Corey Davis, I feel really bad for him because like, he had Blaine Gabbert throwing to him. Like, I feel like at that point, it's kind of hard to do anything. <sighs> yeah. I mean, now, Mariota should be 100% now. Or maybe, you know, 90%, whatever. Yeah, he, they, should be, he should be good. Yeah, they haven't been running, like, a lot of plays. I mean, week one, he got a buttload of targets, right? He got 13 targets and then seven, then four. So, like, last week where it was half Gabbard, half, half Mariota, like, <laughs> like it was half a Mariota that we had. So, uh, they, who do they play this week again? They have a better matchup this week, right? They play the Eagles, which... They, their defense is kind of like it funnels production to receivers, it seems like. 
So I would play I would play Corey Davis pretty confidently this week. Um Chicago, who do they have? They've got Tampa. Tampa. Right? So yeah, I mean you can also start out or Allen Robinson who was also a dud. You can start Trey Burton. Yeah, Trey Burton even. Um but yeah, you can start A Rob and Corey Davis this week and be fine. And like they they've got greener pastures. Corey Davis, I think once Mariota's all good, that'll help. Because he's going to get a buttload of targets because Delaney Walker's gone. Apparently, Rashad Matthews is going to be gone. He wants to get released from the team. So, <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, where did that come from? Is that today? There was like a rift all offseason, too, I think. So, I don't know. There's been like, I, I can look through the saga, but there's been like stuff on, like off and on all offseason with him. But, I don't. I yeah, don't it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I'm tired of playing with Mariota. Yeah, I know his services are super uh, valued. Right. Like, is he good? I mean, okay. Like, Rashard Matthews is consistent, if nothing else. Consistently not in the game plan. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> from, so 2015, 16, and 17, he got 660, 945, and 795 yards. Like, he's, he's reliable in a sense. Yeah. WR3. In 2016, I mean... 65 catches, <laughs> 945 yards, and nine touchdowns. Like he had a good 2016. So I mean, he's 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 fine. That's about right. Fine with that tone he's of voice. Fine. fine. But um, <laughs> the problem with Allen Robinson is Trubisky is not good. <laughs> so he's gotten seven, 14 to seven targets. A lot of targets. A lot of targets. But it's just that Trubisky's not really good. So he's not, yeah, he's not that good. They get he's Tampa this week, horrible. so it's better. Yeah. Uh, Tampa then a buy, so like I mean, obviously, like you you can pretty confidently start him this week. I think has he has he got a touchdown yet? No, so I mean he he's 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 194 yards right now, no touchdown. So like this could be the touchdown week too. Against the Buccaneers, like there's no worse secondary against wide receivers, right? I mean there might be, but that's but, pretty, I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty much, much up there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and then Corey Davis has Philly, Buffalo, Baltimore, which sounds worse than it is. Philly, Buffalo, and Baltimore. Yeah, I think I think that sounds worse than it actually is, I'm going to say. Well, Jimmy Smith is going to be back next week? Yeah. So that'll he... hurt it some. But Buffalo is, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's good because Philly kind of funnels to the receiver some. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to find on this fucking list here. Yeah, they're, they're not super great. So, so, okay, Saints are the worst by far against receivers. Like, by a lot. Um, guess who's second worst? To receivers? Yes. So, my recording briefly cut out, and we were trying to have Mozzie guess who the second worst was. Um, but I guessed it would be, I said the Patriots. I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't like the Patriots. Yeah, it's, it's the Chargers, <laughs> but they've, they've played the Chiefs and the Rams. So, yeah. That'll that'll get you. That's a lot of wide receivers. Yeah. Also, they're missing Joey Bosa for a while, so that hurts. I think next week against San Fran, that'll get fixed, right? Yeah. <laughs> the best. The Bethard. Bethard. Beat hard. Beat hard. And then Steelers are fourth worst. <laughs> Raiders are fifth worst. Patriots are sixth. But like, so the so Chargers, Bucks, Steelers, Raiders, Pats, Chiefs, whatever. They're all between like. 43 and 49 pretty much for oh, two, wow. like against the opponents receivers like in total mm-hmm. so the, the patriots were up there yeah the saints are at 63 
Yikes. <laughs> it's like so much worse. <laughs> that's like, yeah. yeah, that's like the next level up. It's so much worse. Because like the thing is like the run defense is actually okay too is like the thing. It's like so like Yeah, it's hilarious. Cause let me see how they go against running backs. Yeah, they're third bet. I mean, I don't know, it could be like a chicken egg thing. But yeah. <laughs> they, they actually they defend the run well, so like The Saints do? Yeah. Oh, they're not. They're like, so well, you, I mean, that's because every team's like, well, just throw it again. Yeah. They're not going to well, stop it. They think with the Chiefs is, too, like, the Chiefs have the most points to running backs, but they also allowed a ton of points to receivers. Like, their defense is just bad, like, yeah, all around bad. And, like, the offense is absurd, so, like, yeah. And, like, the Falcons allow a ton of points to running backs, too, but, like, they also allow a fair amount, like, allow a fair amount of points to receivers. So, like, that the, the Saints actually are okay against the run, and, like, the Eagles are good against the run, too. So, like, yeah. But like also like their offense is good and you have to keep up so like it's it's a lot of factors but yeah um where were we let's see oh yeah next up keenan allen had a dead week but um as you mentioned before we started recording he was like banged up a bit and was like in and out and like didn't play full lot of snaps so yeah i saw him come up pretty awkwardly from either i think he like laid himself out to get a ball and couldn't catch it and he got up pretty gingerly it, yeah. he's not like hurt yeah but he's a little banged up yeah, Mike Williams looked good, though. He did. He yeah. was one of my investments in a lot of leagues. Like, I feel <laughs> like he'll have a good second year. Yeah, the like the third year receiver breakout is like a big thing, but like I, actually the second year is like slightly more common. Is the fun part? Yeah, like I like getting the second year receivers. Mike Williams was wide receiver six this week, so. Oh yeah. Albert Wilson and Jakeem Grant were seven and eight. <laughs> So I was like, I have him in my dynasty league. And I was like, I think I'm going to start Mike Williams this week. And you're like, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, okay. Like he's had, he's had 10.6, 9.7 and 2 point, sorry, 22.1 in our league. It's half PPR. So like, that's good still. Like yeah, his worst week is flex right around worthy. 10. And like he gets Sanford in this week and then Oakland. So <laughs> like, you, yeah, I think you keep playing him talk dirty because i mean he's like he's the antonio gates replacement right i mean even though he's there even though gates is there he's there i don't close i don't know if i've ever seen the chargers with a wide receiver one like definite and then also like a definite wr2 like they usually had a bunch of average to above average receivers mm -hmm. yeah and like tyrell like tyrell williams is like good but like michael williams is better so like that's I, a thing. I agree and like tyrell like, Tyrell Williams is a very solid third receiver. And like Travis Benjamin is your fourth receiver is good. So like they have a right, really but, good receiving group. But that's like who I'm referring to. Usually their receiving group was just like Tyrell Williams with like Malcolm Floyd. And yeah, <laughs> like those guys are fine as threes and fours. But like Mike Williams is actually a legitimate too. So yeah, he's going to, yeah, he's going to take over. <laughs> and if Keenan Allen gets hurt, mm -hmm. which I don't want. I pray he has a full 16-game season. But if he does, we know he has a history. You definitely want Mike Williams. Uh -huh. And then I think Travis Benjamin's actually hurt, right? Or he's been out the last two games. I think he might be back this next game. But, I mean, either way, Mike Williams has absurd touchdown upside. So that's always very nice in the flex. And he's yeah. actually getting some targets too. So that's a plus. Right. He's gotten 6-2-7. and seven targets so i mean it's a little up and down but like week two they played the that was oh week two is the bills game right mm -hmm. yeah 
like I know, again, not to shit on the Bills retroactively, <laughs> but they didn't need to pass more that game. <laughs> they were nursed in the lead hard. So, yeah. But Michael Williams is good. He is Michael a Williams large is human being. V. V large. 6'4", 220. Man, he's only like a couple months old, like older than I am, too. Oh, so who are some fun comparisons around him? Ooh, Mike Williams or Will Fuller? Will Fuller. Easy. Yeah. That one's that one's easy. Will Fuller, the, I mean Will Fuller with Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Watson is actual like legitimate, like bona fide grade A blue hunted's money. Yeah, so. but he's always hurt. Like I agree. I think skill wise there's not really a comparison and his ceiling is much higher, but dude is fucking on the sidelines so much i mean but like while he's like i would rather like have all four than mike williams like let's say mike williams hurt like a lot last year too he was but he started the season off hurt like he didn't start game one yeah and then they had to work him in and then he was fine yeah but like wasn't that kind of anyway and i know will fuller has had injury troubles in the past but like he is someone that like as long as he's playing like you are you have you are starting him regardless like there's no thought about it like unless you've got like a b and odell like for some reason like even then will fuller is your flex or something or your wide receiver three like you you're you're playing will fuller as long as he's healthy and catching passes from the sean watson like that's like I, i might be like over aggressive on it but wolf like he's he's getting the targets now too is the thing like last year it was like not as many targets this year he's actually getting nine and 11 targets the last two weeks so like <laughs> with that and their insane connection i don't see how you go away from that as well. like and and like i know there's like there might be a higher we might like we can agree there might be a higher risk of will fuller missing games but like i'm okay with that because i know the games i do get are like top 12 receiver games okay what about cooper cup or mike williams still cooper cup still cup yeah Probably still cup too. Mm. Keelan Cole, Mike Williams. Right? Oof, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, man, that's tough. Who's got more on the season? Probably Mike Williams. Actually, yeah, Mike Williams is the wide receiver twenty one on the season. Actually, right. That's why I've been looking like who's past Mike Williams in this. Yeah, honestly, like, like the Chargers' offense is definitely. <clears throat> more prolific passing wise so like i guess i would lean the better passing offense okay. with mike williams yeah i know he love bortles but like yeah yeah <laughs> he's the war bortle man yeah um i mean okay back to mike williams or john brown Ooh. uh john brown probably yeah this still a, a wee bit for me with him over mike williams from like looking at this, I've kind of decided that Mike Williams, even though he's right, right now like the WR twenty one, he's probably closer to like the WR thirty. There, there will be duck games. It's also like, yeah, John Brown does like while John Brown is healthy, he's actually a very extremely talented player. For sure. I mean, we saw it when he was with Arizona. Yeah, it was he, absurd. He had that thousand yard year, and then like obviously he has the sickle cell trait, so that was a bummer. But right. Yeah, he's very good. Oh, I know he didn't have a thousand yard season. Sorry, he had like nine hundred yard season. My bad, but that was in thirteen games. So like his first two years, he flashed a lot, and he was hurt off and on. So I mean, him and Flack have a good connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. 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 Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Four, four, ten, and nine targets for John Brown. Twenty-three on the season. That's pretty solid. That's like just over seven a game. So I can, yeah. math. I can math. I know I fuck up my math sometimes on this show, but I know a little bit of math. And Michael Williams is at five targets a game. That's like a two-target game difference if you do that math. So well, you <laughs> let's say you majored in engineering, so I'll definitely know a little math. <laughs> nah, um, only so, complicated math though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, there's a certain point where it's beneath me, or I just forgot how to do it. No, I forgot how to do simple math. Um, so maybe it's not simple math. Fuck. Um, algebra. Algebra. <laughs> what's what's an adding? <laughs> Is this, why are there dashes? What's this thing mean? <laughs> well, speaking of subtracting, Evan Engram is probably dropping out of a couple lineups, huh? Uh, uh, hey, hey. Yeah. Seemed about uh, had a bit of a knee injury, right? Knee. Yeah, MCL sprains out a few weeks. Um, that's that's pretty much like your knee gets hit really hard. Like, isn't I think that the what, Joe Mixon injury? I thought his was something a little different. Cause he he got like he got like an arthroscopic procedure on his knee. Oh, you're right. He had a bone fragment come yeah. off. Yeah, but like I think Doug Baldwin was it. Yeah, Doug Baldwin was an MCL sprain in his knee that wasn't already hurt because it got hit For really sure. hard. Like MCL sprains, basically like your knee got hit real hard, like on your kneecap, and that's <laughs> <laughs> like I've had one before. <laughs> like yeah, that's I mean a I, little strain. So mine, give it mine, some time. mine was because I. I, I fell and hit my knee on concrete. That was mine. Was my own fault. It was a lot bad. Was it a super athletic play? Oh uh, no, I was I was just running, trying to, um, race. So my dad was driving like a dump truck, and I was like trying to race and keep up with him. See how fast I could go, and I tripped over. Um, well, no, this was I I did that too. But um, this was it was the same day that I tripped. But like I tripped, like I was running real fast. You know, super fast because I'm I'm really fast. Super fast. I'm very fast. <laughs> but um, there I'm was like the fastest. There was like you know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. <laughs> the fastest. Sorry. Keep My going. times not huge. They're small. They're small times. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Build a wall. I'll hurdle over it. <laughs> I did do hurdles in, when I did track one year. Anyway. Um, yeah, there was like a decline I didn't see, and I tripped, and I did a I did a cool roll, but I also hurt oh, my knee because that was the roll was on accident, um, <laughs> and I, that's how I sprained my MCL, aka my kneecap, which it's it's literally just a kneecap sprain, as far as I'm aware. It's make it sound different, but like it's your knee got hit hard. Would you <laughs> so, say that's the lamest injury you've had? Um, la- I mean I haven't had a lot of injuries, so I guess lamest lamest way I've injured myself. Yeah, that would be it. Okay. Say the lamest way I got injured, I was just lifting weights when I was I was the kicker for my high school team. Nice. Fun fun fact. Uh and the quarterback was lifting next to me and just like threw the weights down and one just landed on my foot and I had a <laughs> micro fracture. <Rip. laughs> and I couldn't like, kick bro. for like a couple weeks. I was like, Are you fucking kidding? The coach was so pissed. It's like that's the one part you don't hit, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah well my my lamest thing in general was actually so uh, my junior year at miami when i was back during the winter i totaled my car um because i was going around a curve and it was like raining out too and stuff and i i spawned a spit of loogie out the window and i realized i missed when i looked back down so i looked back down to like wipe it off and uh-huh. like i was looking away from the road and i looked back up i was off the road so i totaled my car because i was trying to clean a loogie off my car 
that's definitely among them. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that... like that's like pretty top notch on being like lame. <laughs> Brief side tangent. Much respect to the guy, but I'm pretty sure Nate Burleson almost died because he like reached over in his car to save his pizza that was falling, <laughs> and he like got in a car crash. Oh my like, gosh. It's horrible because, you know, glad he's okay and all that because he's one of my favorite favorite sports like guys out there right now. Yeah, I, li- I like him on NFL or Good Morning and stuff like that. Dude, he's amazing. I love football, Nate Burleson. Yeah. God yeah. damn it, dude. To save your pizza, come on. Yeah. You can take the lion out. You can take a player from the lines, but you can't take the lion out of the player, <laughs> right? Save the pizza. What I'm, trying what else? I'm trying to think. I mean, I trip up the stairs a lot because, like, I have big feet. So, like <laughs> – like my my foot will catch on a stair or like I'll just kind of miss a stair or something. Just like I don't know, like it's it's a big feet problem. I think I don't know. That's what I attribute to. Big feet, big, big socks, feet, big socks. <laughs> big so- I like socks. That's some cool socks. The thing was like, <laughs> like, I literally have to order all my shoes online because like if I want a neat shoe, like I go, do you have thirteens? Ah, oh, nah, dude. We just uh, they have twelves. Does that work? No, no. Like no. That's not thirteen. No, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> the only time it did work was with Timberlands because boots run bigger usually. But like, yeah, but certain shoes, like dress shoes, run really small. Yeah, like Adidas run a little big. I could like I could maybe fit a twelve on some of them, but like Nikes, Nikes run real small. So like, yeah, they do. Do you have a wide foot? They no, it's not like I mean, it's just a big foot. Okay, <laughs> like small it's kind of wide, but it's also long. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I have really wide feet. So I have to order everything online. Yeah, mine are like a little wide, but they're just big. So like, like, I mean, some Nikes run small. Like Jordans run kind of small. So, so if you're listening, Jordans do run kind of small. So that's a fun fact. Nikes ran really narrow for a while, which this, is why yeah, like, they still kind of do. Yeah, but now they have the wide option, thankfully. Uh, yeah, they 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 put more options in the sweatshop. So. <laughs> All right, and we're back. But wait, wait. I mean, we, we can't like. I mean, we can't wear Nikes, right? We gotta, we gotta own the libs. <laughs> no Nikes. <laughs> yeah, no Nikes. No, no check marks anywhere. That check mark emoji. Nope, we're doing other stuff instead. Right. I honestly don't really give a fuck. Though I have to say, I watched the commercial and they were like, Serena Williams is the greatest athlete in America. And I'm like, all right, hold up. (laughs) (laughs) I think Serena Williams is great too. But the greatest athlete in America, like let's... (laughs) LeBron, maybe? (laughs) Have you you, you watched Khalil Mack ever? Seriously. Have you watched Khalil Mack composes well on other large grown men? I think Miles Garrett is a better athlete. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Like most NFL tie ends are absurd athletes. Right. It was like not really trying to knock her. Like it wasn't her fault she was in that commercial. I just was watching it and was like, I'm like, greatest female athlete. Yeah. Like one of the greatest tennis players. Like, I mean, regardless. Yeah. That too. For sure. Like 100%. Very iconic. Yes. But like. If you're gonna say greatest athlete, like, <coughs> know what you're saying. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, maybe if there was an like, maybe if like they had an asterisk at the bottom that we didn't see what was like, like, <laughs> or something. But I mean, it's this. This sounds like a rude conversation because it like, but I mean, like, we're just being very technical. Right. <laughs> I mean, they could have put Simone Biles in that same spot, and I would have agreed. Yeah, but like, like I mean, she won like how many golds? Exactly. Right. Fucking bonkers. 
<laughs> but yeah, like yeah, Williams. She's like she's an absurd athlete. Yeah, but like LeBron is a as a person that exists, <laughs> a human being. Yeah. So anyway, it was a tangent. That sounded kind of bad, but I think we're just what's what's the oh there's a word I'm anyway. There's a word I'm looking forward. We're just being not maybe not facetious, but I mean we're just we're yeah we're nitpicking and also yeah also owning the libs. <laughs> gotta own the libs. If a com- if a commercial talks talks up a black woman, we gotta own the libs. <laughs> gotta own the libs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So this um, is where we're being facetious, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, every tight end was pretty much bad this week, though, right? <laughs> right. That's yeah. where we were. That's where we were, right? Yeah. Everyone, yeah every no, tight end Ingram was bad this got week. hurt. Yeah, no. Gronk was who he against was the Lions? Far. I mean, he got seven points, but I mean, even seven points from tight ends are not the worst thing. Seven points from Gronk, you're like thankful yeah. if you're playing against him. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like Jason Kroom was a viable tight end this week. <sighs> That tells that, you everything you need to know, right? That was the like one of the first names this season where I legitimately went who. Yeah, like I know a lot of names, but I had no clue who the Bills' backup tight end was. For real, so I had to look into that one. But yeah, like I mean, like Ingram and Ingram got hurt, but like every tight end is bad right now. <laughs> like unless you have Kelsey, like I mean, Week One was obviously right, but like unless you have Travis Kelsey. Where I guess Zach Ertz, who's consistent, like yeah, <laughs> it's not looking good. Yeah, at least like Ertz is getting you your yeah. floor, like you know what he's getting basically every yeah. week. Yeah, and like Gronk will blow up. Like they they've and it'll getting Josh Gordon will help him a lot too. Like and Edelman back. Like Gronk's good. So Gillen's oh, you know who it has been decent is Rudolph. I'll say he's definitely had like his floor. Yeah, he got that garbage time last week though. Yeah, he got the lat, but he's the only one that scored. So like I'll yeah. give it to him. I think it'll be good this week against the Rams because, like, that's the only way you can throw on the Rams, sort of. Well, actually, no, I take that back because their their corners are hurt. Like, Akeem Talib's on IR, and Marcus Peters probably won't play. So that oh, is Peters out too? I don't know if he is or isn't out for sure. So this is kind of transitioning to injuries, I guess, now. Um, sure. So, I mean, yeah, Talib is on IR. He's definitely out. I I think I, – I mean, it's, it's a game's fucking tomorrow, I assume – I mean, Peters is doubtful, so... No, you're right. It is tomorrow. I actually... I forgot that it was tomorrow night. There, Peters probably will not play. Yeah. We're recording Wednesday night if the context clue wasn't evident. Um, <laughs> what comes before Thursday? Oh, shit. <laughs> Tuesday. Well, technically. technically. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, all technically come Sunday, before yeah. Thursday. Anyway, but um, yeah, that that's a big blow. Um them that actually makes like digs more playable and stuff and i think you're probably playing Thielen anyway too but mm-hmm. and you're playing digs and regardless i think but yeah um and in that same game that uh, okay the everson griffin thing is wild um they so yeah. one thing that fa- i found interesting i guess was like they they had him listed as like questionable or they had him like on the injury report with a knee issue or something right they had him as like an actual like physical injury yeah, like, because he has, like, okay, he has had a knee, okay, allegedly had, like, a knee issue throughout the year, but, like, it seems like in hindsight that was, like, a ruse. Like, I, I could be totally wrong, he actually probably could have had a knee injury because it's fucking football, so, like. True, and he might have told the coaches he had a knee injury. Also an option, so, like. Right. But, yeah, so, like, the the 
ordeal of it is apparently he like kind of snapped and yeah, had a bit bit of a nervous breakdown and is uh didn't he dealing threaten, with didn't he threaten to like shoot someone at the hotel maybe yeah i don't like yeah i think you're right and so i think right now is like at a hospital undergoing like evaluation and stuff and i think like his wife like had told the police like hey like he's like really off yeah he wasn't sleeping and acting himself and so you know it's we're reaching that time of year it's just a point i'll make right now i did major in neuroscience so i'm like kind of in that psych route um it's that time of year where the seasonal depressive disorder comes back for a lot of people like the sky is starting to get dark you don't get as much sun like a lot of people start getting down right around september october so like if you have friends and whatever that have, are acting differently just you know check in on them talk to them that's like the like the thing that depression and a lot of these diseases do is they make people feel like they need to uh stay away from others that they need to become like very isolated that's what their brain is telling them to do i know because i've suffered from it but the literally the cure is to do the opposite and it's to go surround yourself with people so if you have somebody who's feeling down and not being himself you know just include him and stuff and talk to him more and keep him up mm-hmm. and like with and like with griffin like he's like look he's he's luckily has like a whole team there to like support him too like that's a yeah and they love system. him yeah I, mike zimmer came out and said he loved the guy i was like wow yeah like <laughs> minnesota like they, they like him a lot there it's like this obviously it's like and of, and of course when something like this comes up with football like there's obviously the side of like they get hit in the head a lot too like that's i mean i don't know if he's had concussions or not but i mean that's uh, that's something that has to be like kind of ob- like sort of obligated to bring up in that sense but right i mean it sucks and like obviously like we want to see him play football again yeah but like i mean obviously his his personal and mental well-being is way more important so yeah i mean get healthy yeah. you're still a star <laughs> so yeah that's i mean it's unfortunate and that I mean, i'm sure that played a role in their game week three too but mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know i have no clue when i'll be back or if we'll be back or whatever but i'm expecting a pretty energized vikings team tomorrow yeah like I, they're, they'll definitely be coming out like with the, with all this in mind so mm-hmm. let's win one for the boy mm-hmm for yeah. the boys for the boys it's thursday but it's for the boys <laughs> <laughs> but um anyway kind of onto the you know physical like i mean i cannot physical that sounds really bad to say because <laughs> no i mean it's just being like no i mean like the the common football injuries i'll say because i don't want to like yeah. say that like mental health is using like a real injury or whatever well, it's no, not, but yeah. it's a mental injury it's yeah. definitely a, it's significant as well as a physical one yeah. even though they're slightly different yeah so i guess i what i mean is onto the more regularly seen football injuries there we go yeah. such as the torn acl yeah <laughs> there it is <laughs> the <laughs> handsome one no yeah that hurts all the 49ers and like my super fucking obvious say though because all the 49ers except for one and a half of them which i'll get to um Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so he's gone. Beth beat hard. I'm gonna call him beat hard. I like that better. Is a starter for now. Are you are you, are you ripping a? Are you taking a big bong rip right now? No, man. I don't even own a bong. <laughs> I heard like, or, I heard some, like bubbles or something. That's my coke. I'm gotcha. slurping it. 
<laughs> I'm like, because there was one episode where I'm like, was he just taking some sweet bong rips? Like, <laughs> just absolutely ripped one. <laughs> just during, just during the pod, like a fucking half minute, insane, <laughs> four twenty, like three sixty no scope bong rip. Now, I've got my jewel now, so if I'm ripping stuff, it's probably my jewel. Oh, you've got a jewel. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't think I can do this podcast with you anymore, bud. <laughs> and I think this is the last episode. <laughs> it's a good alternative to cigarettes, so I've been told. So mm. I've been told. I don't actually know if I subscribe to it, but for now, we're rolling with it. It's not any better. Maybe, maybe like two percent better. So I guess technically better, but like it's still bad. It's still not oxygen that you're inhaling. It's it's still you know, putting smoke. bad stuff. It's still putting bad stuff into your lungs exactly it just tastes like apples <laughs> <laughs> this one actually is flavored virginia tobacco so it just uh, really tastes like tobacco <laughs> what's, what, it's a fucking what's the point it's <laughs> like getting like a, like a cool piece of technology to like do something like very rudimentary with it i'm trying to think of like an example well it's good because a i can smoke it in the apartment and i don't have to worry because it's not going to stink up a my whole place or the entire building because that's what cigarettes do yeah like i feel like you get doing a tobacco flavored jewel is like getting the number two pick in the nfl draft and using it on a running back i don't know like <laughs> now, what idiot organization would do that yeah really why would you not take sam darnold like, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> secure your 37 year old quarterback getting weirdly specific i don't know <laughs> what, what are some other non-football things that would be like using a tobacco flavoring tool. I don't know. <laughs> um, like, oh, oh, buying a Nintendo Switch to play Super Nintendo games. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of like, this is like what happened to me when I first started building a PC so you can play Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, okay, what about like going to Subway to get a pizza? Like, it's not the same, but it's similar. Right. It's like I know what you mean. Yeah. That's kind of a different tangent. But anyway, so, yeah, Jimmy G's out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, Jimmy G's out, as we were saying. They they apparently might sign Tom Savage, which, honestly, like, I think he'd back up Beathard, right? I hope. But, I think so. I mean, maybe they trade for Tyrod or McCarron or... Well, they're definitely going to see what Beathard's Bradford. got. Sorry, beat hard. Beat um, hard. Yeah. Um, just okay because, I mean, he's a second year now. They want to see if he's progressed a little. Yeah, he was okay last year. He's okay. The team was pretty yeah, okay, but um, yeah, the team is definitely better now too. But um, yeah, significantly. Yeah, we already touched on Evan Ingram with the MCL sprain out a few weeks. Um, AJ Green, I uh, heard his groin, but apparently they're optimistic about his groin. Wink, wink. wink. I read that and like they're optimistic <laughs> about his groin. I'm like, nice. But the Lenny face. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's questionable right now for the game. I, I think he probably plays. Even if, like, uh, the problem with AJ Green is like. It's not like with Julio where, like, Julio will play through injuries and be just fine. Like, we've seen AJ Green play with an injury and, like, be def definitely not himself. And they yeah. just use him as a decoy. Like, yeah. they don't want to re-injure him, so they just put him out there to draw coverage. Yeah, so I'd say monitor, like, his practice participation closely. Definitely, I mean, Wednesday's a rest day. But, like, watch Thursday and Friday practice and see what happens with him. Um, so, Tyler, boy. <laughs> I mean, if they put AJ Green in and you don't think he's 100% and he's just kind of a decoy, then Tyler Boyd's going to have a monster. Yeah. Maybe John Ross? John Ross. Maybe John Ross. Maybe John Ross. If, some, if, if he, like, is focused. but um, Marvin Lewis has, like, gotten him off his shit wagon. 
Yeah, he's back right. on it though. Um, <laughs> Anthony Miller dislocated his shoulder. Um, he's definitely. I assume he's out this week. Probably. <laughs> I just assume. It's not Madden. He'll be back soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I don't I assume like probably the next week he'll be back. But I mean, he hasn't really been doing much anyway, right? Like as far as I'm aware slash concerned, right? No, I, that's probably like a two to four week injury most likely leading a little longer yeah he's gotten three three and five targets which isn't like the worst in the world but it's also the bears and like that outside Allen robinson and trey burton i don't really want anything on there well i guess howard and maybe maybe cohen deep league but like yeah. he hasn't shown it yeah i would have said in the off season absolutely cohen but man he has not shown it yeah i don't know it's that's definitely not the resurgence we expected all our rams so yeah. Also, I mean, Goff, Goff's actually good, though. Goff is actually good. I mean, Cohen the past two weeks has had two of the juiciest matchups for pass catching running backs in Seattle without Earl Thomas and the Cardinals, and he's gotten three and eight points. He almost took so many back. Like he had a lot of good he returns. Did. I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> because he thought he'd have a good week, and it was so close. Um, yep. Excuse me, Tyrod got a concussion, but I mean, he's benched. Yep. Lost yeah, lost a job. You yep. got Bledsoed. Um, yeah. Um, or Alex Smith. Probably Bledsoed. Um, <laughs> Sean Lee's out. Skip. <laughs> we, like, we talk about this. Skip. 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 If Sean Lee hadn't gotten hurt, the Dallas Cowboys would have won that game easily. <laughs> so that was my... Uh, what skip. I imagine Skip would say. Skip. <laughs> skip. Skip. Oh, there we go. Skip. 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 Come on. Skip. 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 Now skip. <laughs> Pulls out Penny and Black and Mud. <laughs> he did that on live fucking national television. All of them was live. He did that on national fucking television. So <laughs> I like it. Also, speaking of national television, fuck you, Booger McFarland. Also, <laughs> we we talked about this during the game. Booger McFarland's probably like, "What do I do?" Like, right. Um, Him and his stupid like moving studio on the sideline. My first you know. thought was like, "Can he walk?" Like, I was not <laughs> sure if it was like a handicapping too. That sounds mean, but um. They had him like the he was like defending Jameis Winston and like he this was back in 2016 like he hasn't done anything since he's been a saint I'm like obviously you're like no he's a buck but um right like, <laughs> he's not a saint what are you yeah, crazy I'm like, I'm like what the fuck are they doing right now this is like that's abs- that was that was the, so dumb and absurd that they were spending time to have a former buck defend Jameis Winston like seriously yeah defend a. You know, alleged. I'm pretty sure it's not even alleged. I think it's confirmed, right? Sexual like assault. Yeah, and like I think the, like the Uber driver is definitely suing him. And then yeah, looking like, back on the FSU case, too, like before he got in the NFL, like they bailed him out hard. I know we've discussed this too, but yeah, they did because they got sued for a million bucks by the the accuser. So like, or I'll I'll just say they. The, I mean, the, the woman that James raped because I yeah. <laughs> I am very convinced he did it. Like, I yeah. could be wrong, but, like, I'm very convinced that he most likely did. So, I don't know, NFL. Maybe if you're going to, like, talk about how bad domestic violence is, you probably shouldn't have someone defending Jameis Winston for his transgressions on national television on a Monday night football game. <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah, but God forbid the fucking pass rusher lands on the quarterback. 
Yeah. <laughs> God, dude, Jason Witten's not good in the booth either. <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable. Right like, yeah, he just needs to. I think he needs to do what I did and drink a couple of Negronis before the broadcast. Yeah. He looked like he had to poop. <laughs> that's that's his eager face. No, he's just like sternly standing there like a board. And I think that's why they had Booger McFarland, actually, now that I think about it. Because that way they could kind of divert the camera off of the booth <laughs> for a little bit, give it to Booger, but like not have Booger in there with them. So there's like an awkward like threesome broadcasting team <laughs> yeah I, I think they thought like oh romo is great like okay like romo yeah gem good keep romo like witten not so much <laughs> yeah it might be time to move on we maybe, tried it with rex ryan it didn't work you moved on maybe, maybe the guy who like took like hundreds of hits a year for a decade like <laughs> might not be the guy you want like in the mood just the thought <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, yeah, he's a smart football player, but nothing he said added to the game. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I hope I hope they're quitting on Witten in the booth. <laughs> Remember when Rex Ryan did that fucking broadcast was it, last was year? Was that Rex Ryan and Beth Moen? Was yeah, that, it was. That was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Who was, was that? Was that the Rams? Off. Was that the Rams Niners game? That was, or was that the? Was that a Monday night game? Right? Yeah. I don't no. know. Was it Thursday night? I don't know. Because it wasn't opening week, opening game. But it, it was it was either, I think it was a Monday night game. Oh, no, that was the Chargers game that was on after the, right? Maybe. I honestly can't Either remember. way, I, we block it out. You're right. I've repressed that Gosh, memory. that was so rough. Like, Put it in the vault. They, their voices are both just so, like, and I'm not trying to say, oh, I hate a woman voice. Like, no, they, like, Rex Ryan, too, and, like. The emotions did not sound pleasant. And it was no, I mean, Kay Adams is one of my favorite broadcasters. Yeah, she has a great, great voice for TV. You don't they, that... they, who do they have? They have <laughs> Hannah Storm and who doing tomorrow's game? I don't know. Hannah Storm's like great. So like, I'm, ex I'm excited for tomorrow's game. And like, I'm really curious because like to see like how like their actual like analysis and commentary is too. Like aside from like whose voice I do and don't like, like. <laughs> If it's actually like bring something good to the like my, what I'm watching and putting on my like putting to my face holes, so <laughs> my face holes. Yeah, you get up on out of my face holes. Now Collinsworth, his fucking voice is just nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, Collinsworth and like fucking Joe Buck. Oh, now here's a guy. Like, no, oh my God. <laughs> oh, here's a guy. <laughs> but yeah, it's there's a lot of wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, him and him and Joe Buck, and I don't like fuck, fuck Troy Aikman can fuck off too. Did you see like that he like commented <laughs> on that tweet about like Ryan Fitzpatrick having way more passing touchdowns? He's like, who cares? I'm like, you care because you're butthurt enough cares? to comment about it, <laughs> Troy Aikman. Now all three of them kind of suck. Yeah, but oh yeah. So, anyway, diversion from Monday night game. Right. But yeah, from broadcasters that suck. But yeah, fuck, fuck them defending Winston. That's why. That's why like we like Fitzpatrick so much too. That's I guess like all the Bucks like Fitzpatrick yeah, so much. I wonder like so like you saw like the people wearing the beards, right? Like I wonder how he felt like seeing that. Like I don't care how he felt, but like I wonder. You know, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. Like that must have felt amazing for the guy. Yo, and for like, what, I wonder what Winston thought, like looking out and seeing like, I meant like, I don't care what like, I'm sure if it's Patrick was like fucking ecstatic, like 
he's wondering where he can steal one of those next. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, where can I start next? But um, <laughs> yeah, Winston's probably like, oh, the fuck, guys. <laughs> Do you think it's possible they get rid of him? I don't know. I'm curious. Like, he is your long-term answer. Hope, like, at least that was the plan. Yeah. I don't know. We, we'll talk, let's, let's talk about after week four and see how Fitzpatrick does, and that'll make it a lot more clear. Um, sure. Falcons, the Saints defense had more injuries. Surprise. Surprise. So it's even more shootouts. And that second game this year is going to be bananas, <laughs> let me tell you what. Right, in um, the uh, Superdome or whatever it is. Yeah. Oof. Um, yeah, that's something. Give me a dome. <laughs> Give me a dome with Matt Ryan and Drew Brees and let him duke it out. It's my favorite. Yeah. One of my favorite matchups each year, dude. Yeah, watching that game will be on par with getting dome. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, other injuries I'd have we kind of been keeping up with. Mixon, Fournette, Cook. Um, the running backs, you know, Ajayi. Mixon's probably out another week. Um, I've yeah. seen Fournette's back. Cook's probably back, but it's a Thursday game, so watch that. And then Ajay, I think, is going to be back. Um, I'm pretty sure. McCoy, that's a little more iffy. I think he's back. Max, Marlon Max practicing. I assume he's back, but yeah. he's Marlon Max. So. Um, and then Sproles, he's a little more iffy on this week. I don't. I'm not super sold. He plays, but I mean, they he, don't like need him. Yeah. Even though it's cool that he's still playing, like they. It doesn't feel like they need Sproles to run their offense. Yeah, I think he's practicing again, I'm pretty sure, I believe. But, yeah, I mean, if him and Ajay are back, obviously we know what's going on with that. But I'm pretty sure Ajay is playing and that Sproles might play. Alshon's yeah. probably out again, I assume. <clears throat> but. Yeah, Ajay should be back. And I think Alshon, he might need a little more time. We'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy, like, heals like a superhuman, so I assume he's going to be back. Um <laughs> I'll even know, I probably don't want to play him regardless, but yeah. Um, I forgot to add Dante, Devonta Freeman in here, I think, too, but he, I assume, is probably not playing week four. He might be back week five, but he might need another week to, like, get reconditioned. So, mm-hmm. um, other running backs? I think that's all the running backs. Most, it's, it's usually mostly running backs, right? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Honestly, they get yeah. them so much. Like, they get hit on every play. Yeah. <laughs> even when they're not running it, they have to passport so <laughs> yeah exactly unless you have peyton manning as your qb yeah or if you rashad penny and you can't <laughs> <laughs> he's like he like have you so okay my dog when i go to pick my dog up she like sprawls out and like collapses to the floor that's like rashad penny does oh oh you know those like those things like those like um like people have on the desk like where like you push you push the button on the bottom and like the figure collapses what is that? Like, it, it'll be like an animal or something, like a little giraffe or whatever. It'll be like on a little stand, but like, it's like, it's like connected with a bunch of strings that so, like, when you like, oh, press yeah, it on yeah, the bottom yeah. to like, like release the tension, down. like it plops down. That's how Rashad Benny pa- like, pass blocks. <laughs> he, he's like, he's like that, like, giraffe thing or whatever. Like, I, I don't know what giraffe came to mind, but like, that you press the button and the strings, like, the tension comes out and it just collapses. <laughs> That's how he pass, literally how I pass blocks, I swear. He's like, the I'm, wacky I'm, waving inflatable arm flailing <laughs> tube man. Inflated. Like, this is barely an exaggeration. Like it's gotten better, but like if you watch him, especially in college, like it's, it's spot on. Um, <laughs> let's see, Doug Baldwin's. I, it's. Um, <laughs> I think probably not week four, but yeah, I assume we'll be back the following week. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of yeah. noise to get that to you. Um, 
Mariota, as, as they are, I think they already said he's going to start, so he's probably fine. And then um, Greg Olson is apparently ahead of the curve. Um, they're on a bye this week, so the, there's a chance he could be back week five, but I pr- probably not. And even then, I would want to see and like make sure he doesn't hurt it again. Again. Like, but like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'll probably just need surgery on it. It's t- it sucks, but. Which will put him out for the year, and then he's probably done. Yeah, it sucks to see because he's one of the greatest. But so good, man. He's very good. Um, anything else we're getting? Oh yeah, Joey Bose is out till like week nine or something. That's so that's a significant thing. Yeah. Um, which they didn't initially like say it would be that long. Yeah. Them. The fucking Chargers, man. <laughs> the cursed. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Jameis is off suspension this week as well um but i think i assume it's patrick starting um see was it aaron jones is back he got some work last week i'll look at like the snap counts i know i sound like a fucking dingus for snap counts but i mean (laughs) i think he would have had a better game if the game script was different yeah he got about the same amount of snaps as ty montgomery but like he's the he's definitely the best running back there right he'll be the lead back yeah at some point he will take that over um I think Robert Turbin comes back in week five along with Edelman and Ingram, those PED suspensions. Um Pedalman. Yeah, Pedalman, of course. Um Le'Veon Bell might get traded. That's a thing. Um Yeah. I don't it's like weird. I don't know if any team's gonna buy as much as the Steelers want for him. Yeah, I but, don't know. Like what do you what do you think the stealing is like a, a third round pick? I don't know what they're asking for. I mean if, that might that might be what the most someone's willing to trade for him. Yes, I come a napkin there. Um, so I mean, he's a running back. Exactly, but I mean, I'm sure there's. I'm sure, drunk Jim or say I'll give him a call and offer like a first rounder or something. Ugh. High on coke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jim or say is a, a lot of things. <laughs> but an upstanding citizen is not one of them. <laughs> um, the um, Colts like could really use Bell. He would fucking be perfect for them. Yeah, that would help because the other running backs look right now are like that stellar by any means. Like Naheem Hines is fine under pass catching, but like it's one of those things where like who they have in kind of gives away what they're doing. So, so who do you like the most for Bell if he is traded? You like the Colts the most? Most likely, um, Colts, Texans. You know, well, the Texans might not be in contention. Colts, Texans, and Jets make sense. The 49ers made sense before Jimmy Garoppolo went down. Yeah, but now it's like, I, if, I mean, if they can stay relevant, that'd be good. Because if Bell goes to the Niners with C.J. Beathard, he he dumped down to the running back so much last year. So, no, yeah, that, he doesn't want to go there. Oh no, yeah. Well, what, can he, can he smoke weed there though? That's that's important. <laughs> don't oh, you, you don't want him there because I'll fail every drug test. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and. So that's that's actually something to follow. Um, it's obviously making the James Conner thing like even better. I feel very bad about myself for not picking him up anywhere. I'm I didn't think so serious. happy I picked him up. Yeah, I'm salty that I didn't. I I had chances too, but I'm like I have Burita, like I have Morris, and I never could. Anyway, no enough about that. Um, also, Bradford and Tyrod are no longer starting. Um, that's a thing. Yeah. So, it'll uh, this. Baker has a way better matchup than Rosen does this week. So. For sure. It's very unfortunate for Rosen, I would say, to have to play the Seahawks his first start. 
Um, Thankfully, it feels like there's no expectations for him because they know he's just in a dumpster fire of a team. He goes to San Fran week five, but then he has Minnesota week six. Oh, welcome to the NFL, kid. Yeah, he's. I think he'll he'll manage. He's he's. I think he's very good. So the problem is the the Cardinals are bad. Is the problem like the the Browns roster is way better than the Cardinals roster is the problem too? It's just hilarious to say. But oh, definitely. I told you I'm like buying low on uh, Fitzgerald right now because I think Rosen is gonna throw to him he'll get a lot of targets he might not have the hugest ceiling but yeah. i think he'll get a lot of targets with rosen yeah um larry at home the past couple of years has been way better than larry on the road as well that's true so, too but um what was it if, if he had a pretty lackluster start to the year so like if yeah. somebody was like dropped him also hasn't his hammy been bothering him too or something <laughs> yeah it, so yeah he had injury but uh-huh. if that gets healthy and now he's got rosen like who knows yeah hopefully mike mccoy gets canned <laughs> or they fix something because it's not good <laughs> and the line is not good terrible yeah they're lo- i personally think they have the second worst line in the nfl maybe the texans or, like yeah te- the texans is i mean that, that's got to be the worst one right <laughs> i think so i mean like I, I, okay the bad offensive lines are showing so bad they, this like as of now it th- exactly because the league has become so offensive like if you don't have that line to get your offense rolling, you just can't keep up with other teams. Yeah, let me see if I can find the. Oh, they're not up here, but um, yeah, the Texans line is very bad. The Vikings line is very bad. Seattle's is very bad. Yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah. But um, oh yeah, also I one person forgot to mention Josh Gordon. Um, mm. I don't know if he's playing this week. Like I I honestly have zero clue, and <laughs> you you just have to watch that closely. Now, if he is, are you playing him? Um, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's risky. He also has to go against Xavier Howard, which is a tough matchup. But yeah, he's Josh I Gordon. I, I mean, if I can wait and see, I do wait and see because, like, yeah, he's on my bench in both the leagues I have him in, and he's gonna stay there. Yeah, like I if, for now. If you've got like John Brown or Michael or Tyler Boyd, like you can afford to like wait a week to see with Gordon, probably. Mm-hmm. to see like what happens but like i mean david howard's good yeah but josh gordon like he can own any corner like mm. <laughs> that's the thing like he can just own whoever he wants he's he's very supremely talented and technically sound so yeah like he's massive i mean if you need him like i don't hate using him if he's playing so especially if you're like an underdog <laughs> so yeah and you and i have both said that we kind of like the patriots to have a little resurgence this week so if he's yeah. playing he could be part of that watch him just like destroy adam gase forever that'd be great <laughs> no, i don't know i don't really have any feelings toward gase i guess no, yeah it's pretty solid but yeah he's anyway. gotten Tannehill to win games yeah <laughs> he makes Tannehill look good so that helps if you can do that i, I get enough show on Tannehill a lot but Tannehill is just average like he is. That's my take. I think that's pretty agreeable. So, now we're going to have Dolphins fans blowing us up. <laughs> uh, okay, no, no, no. But, like, okay, even if me thinking Josh Allen's bad, this goes to show, like, how, like, if if Josh Allen's, like, any any good at all, if he's anything, like, if he's anything what we saw last week, like, 
Why did he think Nathan Peterman was a choice over that? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's, it makes it even worse. Like, like we've seen AJ McCarron play. We know he's better than Peterman. Like, I mean, it's not like a high bar, but he's McCarron's better than Peterman. Josh Allen's clearly better than Peterman. But like, what the fuck is Mc, did McDermott see? Like, I have no idea. Is Peterman blowing him? Like, <laughs> yeah, but he had like a couple solid preseason games. And if that's like the criteria they went off of, come yeah, on. Has some good practices and looked good. I'm mean, fucking whatever. It's not... Like after after the Chargers game, like why does he even get another? I mean, not another chance, but like, how can you like, see, how how can you with a straight face roll out Nathan Peterman? Like, he's the worst quarterback I've seen since Curtis Painter. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm gonna pull up Nathan Peter like because I mean, we shit on him a lot too. Like so, like I feel like I feel like I gotta know exactly his stats. No, oh God, I'm sorry. You have to see those. So career stats in five games, not obviously not all you know finished. Um, yeah, yeah. So his his top yardage is 79 in a game. Yeah, he's never thrown more than 79 yards. Yeah, he's, he's never 18 attempts in week. One was his highest number of attempts. He's seven seven completions is his best. He's had two touchdowns, and then um, his whole career he's had two touchdowns. I, I assume he hasn't run for any. I could be totally wrong, but um, let's see. Yeah, he's run he's run a little bit. He's his career is let's see. He's got um, eight rushes for twenty four yards in his career. Two two touchdowns, seven interceptions, a four point one two yard per attempt. Um, 43.3% completion percentage. Um, so what you're telling me is he'll be out of the league next year. I don't get how the actual fuck is he on the <laughs> roster. Like, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Like, I know Buffalo doesn't have a lot of pieces, but man, like, got like, like it. What you I'm, can with my, what you my, got. My super aids is like acting up again. <laughs> like. <laughs> Last week, I thought it would calm it down. <laughs> it's only enhanced. Yeah, I would need Josh Allen to cure the super aids that Nathan Peterman gave me. That'd be awesome. Yeah, every, <laughs> every time Josh Allen jumps over someone, like I, it, just, it cures my super aids a little bit. Bills are only good when they have quarterbacks with two first names. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, Taylor's a first name, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peterman's not. <laughs> mm. Peter is not a first name. McCarron's not a first name. AJ's just going. initials. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, on to the best part of the show: defenses and kickers. Um, why, why don't you hit me up with just some some kickers you like? Um, let's see, some kickers. Um, Mason Crosby should have a good game at home against Buffalo. I like that. Um, who are some more streamy options? I mean, Crosby's kind of being streamed, but like, um, let's see. I'm looking at last week's. Oh, fuck. Um, I like Aldrick Rosas against the Saints because I f- expect the Saints defense mm-hmm. to be awful, but the Giants offense to be 
um what's the word i'm looking for inconsistent mm-hmm. i suppose yeah. so they might get down the field and just fuck up miserably and need to kick field goals so i do like algic roses he's pretty solid too mm-hmm. uh, um, cody parkey um i mean the bucks defense is bad but so is trubisky so yeah um i did, was not aware mike nugent was put on ir for the uh oakland raiders oh that's rough um, so they've got Matt McCrane at home against Cleveland. That's not a terrible option. And I'd, if, I'd have no clue who he is. He might just be a bad kicker too. So I'm I okay mean, he not, might okay fitting that. But I wouldn't start him in like a lineup where I could lose. But nobody's gonna have this dude. And if you're doing like some kind of like online thing where <laughs> you need players that nobody has home, like against Cleveland, I like it. Um, who else? Who do I have here? Oh yeah, Sturges. Um, the Chargers get the Niners at home. That's going to be some points. So. For sure. That's a good one. Um, obviously, Matt Bryant, duh. Um, and Will Lutz, for sure. Um, oh, I assume yeah. I assume Harrison, Harrison and Butker, Butkey, sorry, is uh, going to play. Um, and then Mc, McAnus. Uh, I mean, Denver's a good place for kickers. It's a high-scoring game. Yeah, I like, I like him a lot, actually. Yeah, home, high-scoring game, that Denver air, you know. Lots of foot touchdowns this week. Lots of foot touchdowns. Um, How were we on our kickers last week? We were really good, I'm pretty sure. We had, I know we had Kaimi Fairbairn. Fairbairn? Fairbairn. Um, Dan Bailey obviously was a a bust, but I mean. I mean, the whole team was a bust. Yeah, we've gone over that. Let's see. (laughs) Read them off to me, and I'll go through our list here. Let's see, number, so like doing the scoring leaders, does that work? Yeah, I mean, it'll just go through like who we had last week. So we can. Oh, like, I don't check it was. All of them, oh, no, we had. I've got it up here. So we had Bryant no, we had and Lutz. Right. Yeah. Um. That was a previous. We had Bryant and Lutz in that same game, and they were how were they? Very good. Um. Lutz was the best kicker, and um. Yes. Bryant was not as good. No, Bryant. Bryant only got three. Bryant. That's because they had much. to go for two. Yeah. So not Bryant, but yes, Lutz. Um. Let's see. Jake Elliott, I think he was meh. He had seven. Seven? That's, okay, that's fine for a kicker. Yeah, that's fine for a kicker. Um, obviously, Dan Bailey, yeah. Cammy uh, Fairbairn got you like 12, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was solid. And then we had Butker and Ficken. Butker right. got eight. Bucky. That was good. Yeah. Ficken missed one. He would have had eight. Ah, uh, so, darn. That was like his little shaky start. Yeah, but with Butker, like – sorry, Bucky. Um, Bucky. <laughs> I mean, would the fucking Chiefs score so much? Like, even if he gets all extra points, pretty much. Like, week two, we got all extra points. You still got six from him. So, like, right. if any of those go to field goals, like, you're getting something. So, it's, yeah, it's hard not to like him, just, just how much they're scoring. The problem is they're so efficient, he never gets field goals. And I know before the season, we talked about Robbie Gold because, mm-hmm. like, the offense would be good, but who would they have? Robbie Gold's the number one kicker right now just to, like, reaffirm ourselves. So, yeah. Yeah, I picked him up in my league. That may change, though, with the whole, like, that third thing. But, yeah. Right. That was why I didn't say him for this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, last week, our defenses, we had Cleveland, Dallas, Houston, Chicago, New England. How'd that go? Cleveland, Houston had a lot of sacks. Cleveland was good. Cleveland got 11. They were, uh, my, yeah, they were my lock of. Chicago was the best defense. Uh, they were probably owned, though, I assume. And if they weren't, you got them, and it worked. Um, Dallas, Houston, New England. How'd that go? Well, New England didn't go so well. Yeah, New England was a, a poop. Um, they got you zero. Um, Houston, 
They got you. Where are they at? They got you three. Cowboys That's got it? you four. I'm a little surprised by the yeah. Houston one because I know that J.J. Watt himself had like three sacks. Yeah, they, I mean, it was they had a lot of points. So yeah. did, they, did, they, did they somehow manage to not pick off Eli? Somehow, dude. <laughs> Their secondary <laughs> is not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lines where it's at, that is really it. Um, but, yeah, so uh, last week, last week's kickers were pretty solid aside from Dan Bailey, and last week's defenses were, you know, hit or miss. Cleveland and Chicago were good. Th- Dallas and Houston didn't, like, lose it, obviously. New England was a bust. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if your defense doesn't get a negative point, that's always a nice thing. Um, <laughs> so this week, um, I like both sides of Arizona-Seattle. I mean... I agree, actually. I like Arizona because I think they'll get sacks on Wilson. It's yeah. at home, too, and they don't do as well on the road. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really low-scoring game. Yeah, the over-under is like 38 or something like that, and that's about right. If a team hits 20, that would be surprising for me. Yeah, I told you what. I thought it would be 17-9. to 9. That's That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, New England's defense this week against the Dolphins. I mean, like I said, this could be the resurgence game. They could just, like, make Ryan Tannehill into Ryan Tannehill. So. Mm. Oh, so you've got New England. Yeah, they could they could give him Ryan Tana hell. Tana hell. To hell with him. Yeah. <laughs> so New England, I like kinda like New England. Um <laughs> I mean we gotta pick on the Bills, right? <laughs> we gotta pick on the Bills a little bit. Well Green I'm not Bay, gonna right? I'm like yes and no. I don't like Green Bay's defense is not the best. They're not world beaters. Mm-hmm. It wow. is in Lambeau. It's in Lambeau. I just, I still expect Josh Allen to get some points against their defense. So, like, I think they'll be solid. Yeah, they, like an eight. I feel like they have a good, like, as far as, like, can they score a touchdown, like, pick six off Josh Allen seems like an okay probability. Yeah. A couple sacks. Like, there, I, I will be very surprised if there are no picks. So, and then, um, Clay Matthews is going to gently lay down yeah, Josh, and, Josh Allen. Yeah, and speaking of some some solid quarterback matchups, um, who else who else do you like this week? I know you have one on here on your list. Oh, are you still on defenses? Or do you want to go to the, the uh, defenses? I meant like defense a good like a, a defense with a good matchup against a bad quarterback. I mean, if for some reason someone dropped the Jags D because they've dropped to eighth, they're they're pretty solid at, at home against the Jets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. So you have the Chargers uh, on here, right? They're a definite must. I mean, even without Bosa, that's Beathard. So that could yeah, be a bad Beathard. time. Yeah, I I personally am high on the Bears this week defensively against yeah. the Bucks. I mean, they're the, the number one defense. So like, I assume they're own, and you're probably I, I, you keep playing them. Yeah, exactly. Keep playing them. Fisk um, Fis can throw picks. Like, I mean, the Steelers defense a lot a lot of points, but they got to pick six. So I have this weird feeling the Titans are going to make this game close with the Eagles. So I'm going to say you could possibly roll out the titans defense they're I the number six close yeah they've they've they know how to keep it the game really close so i'm i'm about that they're, yeah they're somehow eking out wins so and they beat the they're great against the tight there. end they're not gonna have alshon jeffrey like if they do shut down Ertz, then it, or goddard like i don't know if they can shut both down but agalor 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 <laughs> another pokemon agalor <laughs> Um, anyway, on to our uh, sleeper streamers starts. <laughs> Lots of S's there. And uh, and bustable predictions. 
Last week was uh, last week was an improvement over the week before, I'd say, right? For sure. You got a couple right. Yeah, um, our sleepers were bad. Peyton Barber <laughs> got close a lot of times, but that doesn't count. So, And then Didi didn't have a great week. And um, by extension, Bortles did not have a good week as well. Um, our starts, John Brown and Corey Clement, were okay. Um, John Brown got into double digits. I mean, that's what you hope for from him. Uh, I think Clement got right around 10. You hope for more, but, I mean, if he gets a touchdown instead of Wendell Smallwood, you're very happy. So, Yeah. Um, the quarterbacks, I mean, Fitzmagic was magic again, of course. And then, um, for fantasy at least. And then, right. I almost brought the Bucks back. And then Jimmy G was balling until, um, he tore the ACL. But hey, even he's doing he's really still, well. He still got you enough points to be fine, even though he got hurt. So, uh, I'll count that one. Oh, man. Nice sip of water there. <laughs> Got to nice, hydrate. Nice audio there. Um, our sits were fine. Denver running backs and Dalton. Um, I think Royce got like twelve, so like that was kind of that was fine if you started him. Um, Lindsey got ejected, so technically huh. that was fine. Yeah, was no one old. played Devontae Booker. He got like six, but Royce Freeman. Like I mean, I don't know if I nailed one and one was like twelve. I'm like I mean I think that's I think I think I can count that as a fine one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you had. Dalton as your sit that worked out because he threw four picks like in one and a, like one and a half were not his fault or something like that so I'm like that yeah and then I said Ryan Griffin would be a top ten tight tight end he wasn't so yeah you're probably like who exactly um <laughs> who? and then uh, Maz you had the Fitz tragic which for the the first half you seemed like you were clairvoyant on that but right he salvaged it, yeah. his fantasy day because he had to he throw did. Much. Def- that's why it's like we have it as a yellow because like I'm not I mean they got down so far because yeah. of those inter- turnovers like by t- by 20 points yeah, that even though they came back they couldn't win all the way fair, like one and a half of those also were not really his fault sort of but like his he threw some that tipped. really were oh, and yeah. he had some that really should have been picked yeah picked, at the like, end it balanced so. out where yeah he like so many drop picks, but yeah, we, we got more. We got more typical fits. This it game. was a lot of good and some 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 bad bad. Yeah. So we got the whole spectrum of uh, of fits. So I mean, that pick six was just. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh no, man, oh no. <laughs> um. So yeah, hopefully this week we can go three for three on our quarterbacks. Um, I guess we can start there. Um, who's who's someone you like this week at the quarterback position? Um, so I'll pick. I'll talk about one guy I'm actually streaming in my own league. So putting my money where my mouth is, and that's Dalton. Um, I like it. I like it. I'm streaming him too. I think even if AJ Green's not 100%, he's gonna play, and I think they'll decoy him. So I'm not super worried about not having him on the field. Um, he's gonna throw a shit ton to Bernard, and honestly, like if he's got to use his legs, he'll use his legs. He can do that. I like the matchup against a super depleted Falcons defense Um, that just gave up uh, 40 points to the Saints, 42, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dalton is one of my streams. Yeah, and he's got a lot of good match. Like, next week he has Miami, who, like, they've been good against the pass, but also, like, their schedule has kind of, you know, booned booned that a bit. I believe they've had a nice schedule thus far. I I can look real quick because that's the thing we're able to do nowadays. 
Tennessee, <laughs> Jets, Oakland. So, yeah, that'll buoy it a bit. <laughs> I would say so, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say so. And like, I mean, the Rams obviously have good pass events, but like, if you get to play, if you get to play Arizona, that boosts you as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But Dalton, after so he's got Falcons this week. I have him in a league, so I'm gonna find him real quick. Where to go? Where to go? I'm starting him this week because I have Cam, and Cam's on a bye. Yeah. So I need. I this is a perfect like who's my streamer this week. Uh, yeah. So he's got. Let's see. He's got Atlanta, mm-hmm. Miami, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Tampa. Bye. New Orleans, Baltimore, Cleveland, Denver, Chargers, Oakland, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. The rest of the year. So, like, but the next several weeks, Atlanta, Miami, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Tampa, like, rude. He's, he's going to be fiery. Rude. Yeah. Be the red rifle. Yeah, I like it. Um, I like Rivers this week. San Francisco's pass defense isn't great. Sherman's out. Um, they're, mm. they're, they're not, it's going to be an easy time this game. Like, they might run a lot, but like even if they do use Melvin Gordon a ton, like he also like throws to Melvin Gordon. So that's a thing they do. But the 49ers <laughs> are I mean it's only still only three games in. And they've they've had Minnesota, Detroit, and Kansas City, but like Stafford lit them up after getting embarrassed. I mean but like but like we know their we know their past. Like we kinda knew coming into the season that their defense wasn't like anything amazing. So mm-hmm. They've I not- mean, his lowest points this year has been 17, and it was against the Rams. Yeah. And actually, so the Niners and Cowboys are on two teams with no picks so far this uh, this season. Fun fact. And I sort of have a feeling it might continue through next week. Though I could see Rivers doing, like, three touchdowns and an interception because he, he throws them every now and then. Yeah. And, like, St- Cowboys get Stafford, both both like both of whom sometimes are prone to picks. So Right, but they don't have Sean Lee, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I like Philip Rivers a lot this week. He's probably out there. Um, I like Eli this week, too. Do you like Eli this week? I love Eli this week. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say love. I'm I love gonna, him. You might love him. I mean, the matchup's not bad. Okay, the matchup's great. The Saints allowed shitload of points. Um, it's in yeah, New York. They right? have a better one. It's in New York. Yeah. And they won last week. And the Giants are a little streaky. How did Eli do last week anyway? He played that. Uh, they he did pretty well against the Texans. Yeah, if you were to get three hundred and two, so that's good. I mean, yeah, like they, they're gonna have to pass a lot. So like this could be like a ceiling game for him. The only problem is like sometimes like. Sometimes you get bad Eli. Yeah, sometimes you get Eli face. <laughs> so like that's the only thing where right. it's like, if you if you need to start him, that's fine. But like he's not my first choice. Like I would definitely prefer Dalton or Rivers for sure. Right. But if you need to, Eli. And then I know you've got someone else that you like as well, who's kind of riskier. Yeah, a little more risky. risky. But um, but I like Keenum this week. Mm-hmm. Keenum's gonna be at home in prime time. Uh, I don't expect him to be nervous about prime time, but Patrick Mahomes might be, even though he seemed really cool and collected so far. Mm-hmm. Um, the case can him, you know, he's, he's done some pretty good things. He's been in the spotlight before. It's Kansas different. City has like the worst secondary after the Saints. At yeah. least, I think theirs might actually just be worse, but like their entire be. defense is worse. Yeah. I like. We were talking about that. They can't stop the run or the pass. I think Case Keenum should have a pretty solid outing. He's projected 16.9. I see him right at like 18 points. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Eric Berry still out right? Yeah. Yeah. Because like at least the Saints have Marshall Lattimore who like is 
who looked good last year and has been okay sometimes this year, <clears throat> even though Mike Evans just like made him a bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I I mean Eli and Kim, I kind of see the same way. I mean, I don't know. Like, Eli is at least kind of have more of a career, of course, but like. This could also be the game where, like, okay, the problem is Keenum's been, Keenum is, like, well, definitely good when he's, like, not, like, trying to play catch-up, and he's going to be playing catch-up this week, and, he, like, there's a chance, like, I could see there being, like, a, like, a realistic chance he, like, just lays an egg. Yeah, just, like, look, like, at halftime, like, if there's a, you I don't want to give a percentage chance, but like, I can I can definitely easily envision a world where Keenum has like, a hundred fifty yards and like two or three, like probably like two picks and a fumble, like and like basically I, I could see him having three turnovers by the half, just like he's trying to catch up and just fucks up badly. I mean, yeah, it's definitely possible. But on the other side, though, you could have the first game where a defense challenges the Chiefs. Yeah, and, and also like. If Keenum does just keep up fine, because like they have weapons there, so like he could also just keep up just fine, and like I could be totally wrong. I, well, I, I mean that I, I might be biased. I want to see Chad Kelly, but yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Saying like the the mo of the Chiefs has been that they are just simply outscoring the other team yeah. <laughs> phenomenally. So like I can see Denver getting some points against them, not necessarily winning, mm-hmm. but. Keenum hasn't been great so far this season, though. So no, he's played some tough teams. Mm-hmm. He's fine in Week One, right? Who did they play Week One? Is that, is that Oakland? The, uh, Seattle, he had twenty-two. Oakland, he had fourteen. Baltimore, he had five point seven against the Ravens. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so starts of the week. Um, I got Corey Davis. Um, sounds like Mariota will be fine. Um, the Eagles kind of funnel production to the receivers. Corey Davis is really good. Um, <laughs> like he, he's an easy double-digit target candidate, and when you have that and a talented player who should get the ball, like I don't like. I just sounds like silly, like start Corey Davis, but like I mean, like if you're good at receiver or like if you feeling he's a flex, like you might be considering not playing him because he's not been great so far this season. So I'm telling you, you can play him confidently. There we go. Start Corey Davis, everyone. Uh, My start is James White. Uh, I don't think he had a great game last week, right? Um, He was no, he 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 was okay. He got like a little bit of garbage time, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. He got that touchdown. Yeah, he got everything at the end there. So yeah, um, they're playing Miami this week. This is a bounce back game for the Patriots, and I feel like in terms of him or Michelle I actually like James White's ability just a little bit more I think they need to involve him in the passing game and they're going to to pretty good success yeah I like I like James White a lot too um just in general on the season like I mean Rex Rex Burkett's out now so like mm-hmm. I was glad I, I didn't have Rex Burkett like I mean obviously he got hurt so like it's kind of hard to toot your horn on that but like he wasn't really doing much anyway so right yeah so and, we discussed more. this like before he got hurt. Like he's just kind of a guy. He's a dude. Yeah, he was a Bengals backup for a while. So like, yeah. That tells you enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I like James White a lot, and like in DFS, like this is kind of a little pop on that. Like he's a slightly more expensive than Sony, than Sony Michelle is on FanDuel. At least I don't know about DraftKings, but like 
Mm-hmm. Everyone's gonna be on like regardless of the price difference. Like everyone's gonna be on Sony Michelle and Daily, yeah. Daily Fantasy because like shiny new toy. But like there's like especially in PPR, James White. Like in PPR, like I'm I'm pretty sure James White will score him. But like even like half PPR like FanDuel and stuff like, I mean he, uh, James White could still pretty easily outscore Sony Michelle because like Tom Brady trusts him a lot. That's a big thing. Like the Patriots trust him. Like in PPR, he's like pretty much getting you 15 points a game right now, which is which I am reaping the benefits of in a, in a league. For so like, sure. But yeah, like he's getting like he's getting the looks too. Like he his touchdown catch, like he was running like a legitimate route and made a good catch. Like exactly. He's he's so, good as a receiver. So and they need receiver help a lot. Yeah. So I think Michelle pops off next week. I could see that the Colts this week though Miami. It's gonna be James White. Mm-hmm. So that'll, He's that'll start. That'll be good. Yeah, they get in Indy Week Five, KC Week Six. James on the again, but James White's underrated. I mean, at least as far as fantasy goes, he's a very good patch catching back. Super Bowl hero, James White. Super first, goddamn dude, that's fucking. Yeah, I, it hurt. It hurts me like, and it, it does make me feel hurt inside of my heart to like uh-huh. play James White and benefit from it after I know what he. Personally, what he did to your team. I know how he he personally victimized me uh, like, <laughs> by beating the Falcons at the Super Bowl, pretty much. Raise so. your hand if you feel personally victimized yeah. by James White. Uh-huh. Atlanta but, um, raises their hand collectively. But yeah, I like him this week. Um, speaking of Atlanta, I like Austin Hooper this week. Um, a lot against the Bengals, who actually kind of struggle against tight ends. Um, they're fifth worst so far this year, and I'm pretty sure last year they weren't too great either. If I can pull that up, um, can I? Maybe, maybe not. Oh my gosh, why? Is... Yeah, last week, last year they were, I think, number it's like ten against tight ends. But um, I like it. Near the end of last year, it really, it really broke down. The last four weeks of the season, um, so they had Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit, Baltimore, and you can kind of piece together how tight ends were used there last year. Um, Trey Burton wasn't in Chicago yet. So um, it was 22 and a half, then 9.7, then 19.3, then 17.5 last four weeks of this last season. Um, and that was to whoever Chicago had to, was it, was it probably like Adam Shaheen or something? And then obviously Kyle Rudolph, then Detroit had Eric Ebron, Baltimore had who? Was it, was it Ben Watson? Ben Watson. Yeah. So if we're looking at Austin Hooper, who's like actually like, I mean, if he's at or above those guys. And then Cincinnati this year um, got torched by the combo of Indies tight ends, got torched by Baltimore's. Um, Carolina had Greg Olsen out and didn't really use Ian Thomas. But, like, Atlanta, like, actually uses Austin Hooper more this year, and the Bengals are kind of vulnerable there. Um, it's, like, kind of like the weak spot in their in their defense. So um, I like the call because it's – He's definitely going to be like available, and there's yeah. not been a lot of great tight ends. Yeah, tight ends are bad this year. Um, and Austin Hooper's on the field. He's playing like 85% of the snaps. Um, let me look at his targets real quick. He's gotten four, five, and four targets. So like, it's not like, great, but like, it's chances. And like we've we, like we've seen him make big plays. So, like last year, like early on, he just balled out week one. I mean, not, not much else came, but like, mm-hmm. he seems more consistent. It looks like this year. So a little more involved. Yeah, because he's got he want three for twenty four, five for fifty nine in a touch, and then three for twenty three. Um, I and I can I can see him having a good week this year, a good week this week. So 
think uh, if he oh, could run that. as fast as Calvin Ridley, he might have had more points <laughs> <laughs> this week when they don't have to play catch up so much and score so quickly. To be fair, he is 6'4", 254. Oh, for sure. He uh, is a large person. I don't know if he played basketball. I might just be assuming that because of his, his name. Super. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's like 60 pounds heavier than Calvin Ridley. So <laughs> I don't expect <laughs> you to run as fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, who do who do you like as a sleeper this week? Uh, sleeper picks a gut call. I like Randall Cobb to bounce back this week be- uh, against the Bills. It just seems like the type of matchup that he sort of excels at. Um. Mm-hmm. I expect Tredavious to kind of be up and around Devontae. And Devontae, I'm sure, will still be serviceable. But I think Cobb is going to be the guy this week. He's going to be the guy. Nice. Uh, Rodgers likes to kind of pick a receiver each week. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like his pattern. I feel like he picks Cobb this week. Yeah, I mean, he and Cobb like have a rapport. So that's mm-hmm. like obviously awful. They've got the who, who again? I zoned out briefly. Balls, the Bills. The Bills. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, it's the the matchup I like for it. Kind of like a more bruising defense. They'll be playing hard, but he's like the more possession kind of guy. I think he'll have a lot of catches. Mm-hmm. I I can, I can see it. I can see it. I don't, I don't hate it. Don't hate it. I'm, Sleeper pick. Randall yeah. Cobb. I don't know. I, not to shit on your pick, but I think I would like draw him Allison more maybe. Eh. Because, okay, like, both can be I can't, both can I can't put faith in in Allison. Because Tredavious Wyatt will be on Devontae Adams, and, like, he may end up locking him down. I don't know if they'll have him shadow him or go back and forth between Allison. Now, if he if he doesn't shadow and, like, he ends up on Allison and Adams, which I, I assume will shadow, but I could be wrong. I don't remember if he plays the side or shadows. But um, Cobb won't draw the harder coverage. So, like, I see it in that sense. So, but, um... We'll find out. Yeah, my sit. So as I mentioned, all the 49ers except for Matt Burita and possibly Kittle if you're desperate. Um, <laughs> so I can pull up Kittle from last year. But so last year we saw Carlos Hyde just get an absurd number of receptions when CJ Beathard was playing, and we saw that number go way down when Garoppolo came in. Um, so I, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious, like from that, like Beathard checks down a lot, and Matt Burita was even valuable last year during that span with all the patches like the passes that he caught so i can i can just i can assume that if Beathard's playing for a game that he's going to check down to matt Breida, a very talented pass catching running back you know <laughs> a lot of times um most of the times yeah um george kittle i also don't hate um i mean he he and Beathard were college roommates or something like that but yeah also, he, he like, likes kittle yeah i mean that's like a, that's a narrative part but also like tight ends are usually like someone for the lesser skilled or younger quarterbacks to lean on a quote-unquote safety valve if you'll allow me to be <laughs> super cliche for a moment but um, let me let me find burrito i hope i spelled burrito on there surprise matt burrito so his game logs last year Beathard was a starter until like week 12 or 13 or something like that right uh, but either what yes. but like so um but so Matt Burita as like the backup, he had a string of games where he got, let's see, like four, three, five, four, one, six, four targets, like as a backup and like saw the field some. So like, and, and then near the end of last year, I've got him the field more, but he can, you know, catch the ball well. And so if he has a quarterback, who's going to check down to him. 
and then he's like he's good at doing that thing <laughs> putting that pieces together so i'm i'm still all good starting brita and then possibly kittle with better okay but I'll, like. I'll, I'll, all the 49ers no way like marquis goodwin is like his value just like fucking plummeted died yeah he had like one or two big plays last year with uh bethard beat hard but it's not, definitely not like the consistency you want no not at all not one bit um my sit is a little more like based on history and it's because when these two teams play each other they have just like the slowest slobber knocker of a game one of my favorite words to use <laughs> uh Steelers Ravens I'm sitting Roethlisberger even though it's Roethlisberger at home Ravens defense isn't as great as it was these two teams freaking hate each other and it's gonna be penalty fast not quite as bad as since he fast but i'm not taking roethlisberger in it i'm sitting him because he had such a good week last week i feel like a lot of people are going to start him we know roethlisberger can lay an egg like question like I, mm. does it does the over under of now 51 uh scare you off at all their implied team total for the steelers is that no i saw that and i'm i would bet the under on it i'm okay. all in on all in on that philosophy let me let me find Big Ben's game logs. I need to stop saying Big Ben because it sounds weird when a man says the words Big Ben. <laughs> but um, Missy gets Baltimore. So it doesn't. How oh, just show me the home games? Last year, week, week fourteen last year is when he went off for five hundred yards though against Baltimore. He did. It's boomer bust. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you did. Um, see, I I disagree with you on this one. I would start Ben. You're gonna start him. Yeah, I mean they still they're still out Jimmy Smith, right? He's gone for another week, right, I believe. Correct. So they have a lot of weapons, obviously. Duh. Whenever Le'Veon's been out, like he's actually like been pretty good points wise. And since like since whatever it was last season, he's just been on absolute hot fire. I think since like pretty much since the bye. So like week ten since week ten last year, he's been pretty much on fire. His week one this year was like sort of weaker, but that was also like the weather was a thing that hit it, and he still got like 17 points in whatever shit weather that was. So I I don't know. I think the I think the the Roethlisberger train keeps on chugging along. I mean, he when he played Cleveland this year, he got 12 points. Well, yeah, but like I said, that was that was like the the game where it was actually like almost a hurricane, or not. I mean, you know what I mean, but like. Yeah, I, James, yeah. How many times did James Conner get the ball that game? Like a fuck ton. Yeah, like and like Tyrod ran for like seventy or eighty yards. Like that was. I, I attribute that game to the weather, personally. But I mean, he still had three hundred yards in the air, so he was still throwing it a lot. He just had five turnovers. He did, but like I said, I, I know, I know, I'm gonna keep saying the weather, the weather, but like, it feels kind of valid. I mean, Cleveland's defense is fine, but like, it was also road Ben. It was, it was road Ben. Cleveland's defense is pretty decent, and then um, the weather was a problem. Okay. I mean, I know he turns it over some, but I don't. Say, I don't think he'll turn it over five times, as well. No, but it's you know division matchup like the Browns. Like they're gonna play him hard. Yeah. It's, it, I think like basically what I'm saying is. Like if my prediction's right, he'll get like under sixteen. Yeah, so you, you're you're going off of the fact that you're you're saying that the over under you're taking the under by a good amount, and that it's going to be a traditional 
game of these two teams. Right. I mean, it's definitely different too this year. It's more offensive, for sure. Yeah. I mean, things are changing, but so I'm like I'm gonna go back to like the number of plays. The Steelers have run 84, 82, and 66 plays. And I mean, we've gone over how many plays the Ravens run. Like, mm-hmm. like these are both like very high, like fast-paced teams. So I disagree with you. <laughs> I think you're wrong. Disagreement time. Mozzie, more like wrongzy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. <laughs> Muscle smash. <laughs> um, anyway, my bold prediction this week is that Sterling Shepard gets 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, I mean, I would be willing to go a little bolder and quantify as like top five receiver maybe. I don't know. I, he's, I think he's going to pop off this week. He and Odell both can, honestly. They could both be, like, really like, – they could both get 100 yards on TD. But, so, so my bold prediction was originally going to be Odell and Sterling Shepard will both be top 10 receivers. <laughs> and then I saw yours, and I was like, all right, I'll do a different one. I mean, I, 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 I like that. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> so well, I, we've gone over the Saints allowed an absurd amount of points to receivers. I don't really see that changing. Because, I mean, even though we shit on you like sometimes, like – if, if they need to keep up, they looked good last week, and I, I think they can probably keep up some this week. Um, Sterling Shepard had a good week in week three on Evan Ingram had gone out. I don't know if his touchdown came up, came before or after Evan Ingram went out. I guess I can start looking that up as I'm talking. But, he went um, out pretty early, so most likely after. Yeah, and so um, the Saints lost their slot corner for the year. They're starting slot corner for the year, I believe, in Patrick Robinson. Um, so that's another not because Shepard plays in the slot a fair amount. Um yeah, Shepard scored in the fourth quarter, so that was after. Um, oh yeah, Rhett Allison had scored already. Stuff so clearly be after Ingram was out. But um, <laughs> the Saints literally after Marshall Lattimore, like I said, their their corners are just atrocious. And that's like a nice way to put it. Yeah, um, abysmal. Yeah, like you know, one like you like haven't gone through your fridge in a while, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna throw out all this old food. Like yeah. And, like, you find one thing to keep, like, oh, yeah, this is still good, and that's Marshall Lattimore. Then all the other moldy food is, like, the rest <laughs> of the Saints' corners. This is still good. <laughs> like, this is still – this will this will do. Like, Oh, but I'm going to get it away from this thing. Oh, God, yeah, that's going like, to spread disease to this one. Like, this this like yeah, like this might be good. This is probably fine. And that's Marshall Lattimore. Like, it's probably fine. It might be good. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, everything else is disgusting. That's pretty much what it is. So the Saints, the Saints secondary is, like, a – like – a fridge full of trash. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and and Sterling Shepard will benefit from that. I mean, obviously Odell Beckham will too. But like, Sterling Shepard's like the. I mean, Evan Ingram's gone for now. Sterling Shepard is actually very good at football. Um, They're both gonna get like at least six catches. Yeah, I'm and so Saquon excited. will probably get a lot too. So like. Yep, he's I'm, one of the best receivers on the team technically. I'm running Sterling Shepard a lot in DFS this week too. Um, because has prices in like super high obviously i know on fandle it's like 6200 i haven't checked everywhere else but yeah i i like him a lot this week i'm firing him up there we go yeah uh, it'll, yeah it'll be it'll be a, a shining week for mr sterling silver yeah <laughs> <laughs> go ahead but does, does sterling silver have a high brightness maybe i don't know i don't know uh, so my bold prediction is instead going to be that I think Aaron Jones pops off this week against Ooh. the Bills. Oh my! Oh yeah, is that not bold enough? No, that is super bold. It's bolder than mine, I'd say. 
<laughs> I think he'll be a top 10 running back. I think he'll get about maybe 18 plus points. Lock him in. I dig it. I dig it. I mean, he's good. He's good. I think the Packers uh, have a bit of a bounce back. Yeah, I mean, if offense firing on all cylinders kind of thing. Yeah, the problem is like they're, they're it seems like they're using all three of the backs like in their ideal situations, which is good for the team. But like I said, I agree at some point Aaron Jones will take over, and if it's this week, that's cool. Dope. Dope. So <laughs> um, <laughs> on to our uh, our picks. Um, last week you went nine and seven. I went seven and nine. I had a rough time. Um, I mean last week was pretty wild in general. Um, I know my lock hit Baltimore won. My upset was wrong, and Tampa lost. They actually shifted to the favorite before the game started, but mm. I mean when we made the pick, they weren't a favorite. Who who were you, you had? Um, your upset was Oakland or Miami. That was the game we both picked, it, and that was a, a bummer. And your yeah. Chicago over Arizona hit. That was your locks. So that was good. That was my lock. They beat the uh, Cardinals. They almost didn't though. They were down fourteen nothing. I was like, ah shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Trubisky! I knew it. Yeah, I don't, it worked out. Yeah, he's not that good, but <laughs> yeah, they they also kind of lucked out at Mike McCoy being a super incompetent. So that third and two, man, where they gave a Chase Edmonds run because apparently they took David Johnson out to like tell him he missed a pass block or like a, a blitz pickup, and it was a learning moment. I'm like, fuck that! That's dumb as at shit. At that point in the game, come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So dumb. Yeah, but um, I'm on God. I like it. It's showing. It's showing so much this year that like the difference between like the coaches who are like old school and then the ones who are like adapting, and like that's why I love Andy Reid because like yeah he's old but he like also adapts like Dude, he's in it man. Yeah, and like obviously he's loving his situation now, but like these coaches who are like kind of like being more innovative and like doing different stuff and like making good offenses. Like Adam like, Gase. Yeah, even that. Like, and, uh, I mean, in Philly, like, I mean, they have a really good line. They, like, cycle running backs a lot. I mean, Sean McVay doing all his stuff with the Rams. And, like, you have, like, Linehan and Shoddy getting recycled and still getting work in McCoy and all that. I mean, it's just Ugh. bad. It's really bad. So awful. Linehan is – I don't know who's worse, Linehan or McCoy. Um, I'd say Linehan a little bit. I might be. Shoddy's the worst, though. Shoddy's horrible, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I remember he was... I I don't know if he was the coach of the Jets. He might have been the OC at some point. Mm. God fucking dreadful. And, like, I think I mentioned this when we were watching the Monday Night game, but the worst part of it is that he's probably, like, thrilled and thinks he, like, did something amazing by winning and running the ball a bunch or something. Right against Dallas. Yeah, he's like, we ran the ball when they knew we would. Like, Chris Carson got 32 carries for, like, 100 yards. Look at that yards per carry. It's, like, under four. But we ran the ball on them like they knew we would. And we beat their mouths in. Because the problem is, like, Dallas is the same thing, but they're just slightly worse at it. I was going to say, basically, you have uh, Linehan and Dak versus Schottenheimer and Russell Wilson. And because you have Russell Wilson, it works out for you. Yeah, like, Dallas's running game is, like, actually super good. But... Mm-hmm. Man, they cannot pass the ball for dicks. <laughs> I was gonna say they can't pass the ball for balls, but for balls, for balls. Yeah. So anyway, um, our picks for this week, um, we have a lot of agreement. Um, we have had the Rams beating Minnesota Thursday night. We both got Green Bay over Buffalo, New England over Miami, Detroit over Dallas. Um, 
Which is uh, surprisingly not, an, it's an upset pick. I'm a little bit surprised that it is. Yeah, I don't. But I don't know. I would. I'm not betting on Dallas to win anything until I see Dak throw the ball for more than 170 <laughs> yards. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then Houston, Indy. We disagree on that. I've got Houston. You got Indy. I haven't picked a game for Chicago, Tampa yet. Um. It's in Chicago, so. Oh man. Guess I'll pick Chicago, but I may change this before. Um. We we go so. Tentatively Chicago for now. Um, we both got Philly over Tennessee, although I think we both agree that'll be a close game. Um, Ad- Atlanta over Cincy is a shared sentiment. Um, I've got Jacksonville over New York. Your 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 homer is showing. You're going the Jets over Jacksonville because it's the game they shouldn't win. They <laughs> like, beat the Jags last year when they weren't supposed to win, and so. they, they won week one when they weren't supposed to win. Right. So. right. <laughs> Whereas exactly. I knew they would lose against the Browns, and I had a feeling they'd lose against the Dolphins. This is the one where it's like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, they'll, Go Jets. They'll, they'll make Bortles a pumpkin again or something. Um, <laughs> we both got Seattle over Arizona, although I think we both said that would be a little closer, but just super low scoring in general. Um, we both got Oakland. Um, I've got New Orleans, and we got the Giants. Um, we've got a little more. We got. Maybe we, we have a lot of. Yeah, we have some disagreements. Usually we're pretty even on stuff, but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we both have the Chargers over the Bethard, or sorry, the Beat Hard Niners. Um, yeah. We've got Pittsburgh over Baltimore. We both got Kansas City over Denver. I wrote KC and obviously Swag because I want to see Swag Kelly. Um, I think the the KC Denver game I think is gonna be closer than people think. That's why I have Keenum as one of my stream options. But I do still think Kansas City wins by all means. Yeah, and then um, my lock I've got Atlanta over Cincy as my lock. Um, part of that does have to do with AJ Green not being full strength, I think. And I mean, Joe Mixon's out, and he, I mean, Gio's a good receiving back, but he's also like not as good as Joe Mixon is at, at that or anything. Just because Joe Mixon's just really good. Like Gio's still good, but Mixon's super good. Um, I know those are great words I'm using by like that. <laughs> I need to break out my thesaurus more or something. But like Atlanta's defense is very bad, but like their offense is clicking, which is good, and. I think the Saints are better than the Bengals, and that game went down to the wire between the Saints and the um, Falcons. And this is in Atlanta, also. That's a big boon to their to the dome uh, for the Falcons. So, yeah. Usually, usually birds don't want to be inside, but these ones <laughs> do. So, yeah. I guess my lock will be, uh, even though I'm not even super high on it myself, like. So I'm looking through the game lines. Like I would take the Dolph or the Patriots lock over the Dolphins, so that's but it's a, too it's big, a yeah. seven. Yeah, it's too big. It's a, exactly a seven. It's too big. It's too, too big, big, Brady. <laughs> what is it? No, I saw Fitzpatrick as a son named Brady. I'm like, oh, they, like I want the Bucks and pass to me at the Super Bowl so we can have two sons named Brady. Daddy, fat, Daddy Fitzpatrick, dude. <laughs> Fitz Daddy. Fitz Daddy. <laughs> Fitz Daddy. That's my favorite one. Ooh, gnarly. Yeah, so yeah, who's your lock of the week? Um, I guess I'll probably take Detroit over Dallas. I thought about yeah, so. also Casey over Denver because that's only a five point. Yeah, so you're taking the upset and lock. I like it. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, I said I, I wrote that as my upset too, but I also wrote two upsets because I'm pretty confident in both. I also have Houston over Indy. Um, okay. At at some point, there's there's just there's gonna be a bonkers game. 
of Deshaun Watson and DeAndre having the little fuller, and I have a I can easily see it being this game. Yeah, and Andy's defense is better than anyone expected right now. Like it's actually pretty okay. Um, they made the Redskins look pretty bad, so they made Washington look pretty bad. Um, and then um, I mean they've, they've held their own in games. I mean like Andy Dalton looked pretty good against them though. So yeah, they yeah. just again. Um, I dig yeah. it. Who's your upset? My upset is Jets over Jacksonville. It doesn't get much more upsetty than that. Nobody's going to pick them to win. And I even would recommend starting the Jaguars defense this week. I just think you also might be able to start the Jets defense because Marcus May is coming back. And fuck it. I wonder, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it Fandle. You're going to get a little uh, DFS in here at the very end Uh-oh. of this. I'll, so... Uh, one of the things I think seems like good in tournaments. So la- last week the winning one had the Bills defense. I think I think the Browns defense was a thing though previous week or something. But like the cheap, the super cheap defenses that are like three thousand because they lowered the minimum on defenses on Fanduel and some of them on DraftKings are super cheap. But like the the very cheap defenses I feel like are like something to at least consider because it gives you so much roster room and also right. like. Like with the Bills, it just gave you a, like a different lineup, at least for tournaments. So, uh, let me pull up the defenses here. Um, who we got? So, the Bills are super cheap this week, but I don't think playing them in Lambeau makes sense. Um, no, it doesn't. If you think New England's gonna still be bad, that's an option. Um, the Steelers at twenty two hundred on draft. So I'm going through draft news right now. Mm-hmm. I could. I mean, the Steelers and Colts at 2,200, I don't hate. Um, I'm not going to take the Colts, D, but I would take the Steelers. Yeah, now, the Fal- so the Titans, okay, it's my favorite one of super cheap so far. The Titans are 2,300 on DraftKings. That's out of uh, 50,000 uh, 50, if you don't play there ever. Um, okay. 2,300 for the Titans defense for just, like, a very small smidgen of your salary I think is pretty good. It's yeah. under 5%. So that's that's a solid cheap defense there i think and the jets are just 100 more than that so yeah nice um, i would start the jets but that's me yeah um and then let me see on um on draft or sorry on FanDuel, some cheap defenses we got um see dolphins and bills but i don't feel comfortable starting that um bucks at 3500 maybe you think trubisky is really bad this is the titans also 3500 so the titans might be the the, one of the cheap go-tos. Um, if hey, so you guys probably just heard that cut out a bit. Um, I had some more issues with the recording software I used. Um, I've been having a lot of issues with stuff lately um, on this. Hopefully, I get it all fixed. Um, I'm, I might look to a different software soon. But we basically just talked a little bit more for about like half a minute or a minute about other tournament defenses you like for daily fantasy. Just kind of the cheaper options that stuck out, and I know the Titans were uh, one of them. So aside from that, we um, Shot on Booger McFarland a bit more. Mentioned that he looks kind of like Mike Wazowski with two eyeballs a bit. And um, that he actually kind of looks like the uh, love child of Hugh Jackson and Mike Wazowski. Uh, I'd recommend go take a look at that for yourself. Maybe I'll, I'll post something funny on Twitter about it. And um, our Twitter um, is Mozzie, M-O-Z-Z-Y, and Muscle. So go there. I sometimes post like different polls, tweet at Booger, you know, that kind of that kind of fun stuff. So, um, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. I'll, I'll try to get everything fixed by next time. And um, we had a discussion about eggs before we started recording. So I'll put that at the end here if you are curious about our egg takes. Thanks, guys. It's nip it in the bud. It's a saying based on plants. Mm. 
So you want to like cut the like yeah the butt. Butt. Right. I like butt better. Yeah, butt is, butt is you know. Yeah. So I've got a question. How do um move this in the center? How do you how do you eat your eggs? Um, <laughs> either scrambled or I like runny yolk. Gotcha. Like, do you like put anything on them or? It depends. Like one of my favorite dishes is just called a giardino, and I'll make I'll take an egg. I'll make an aioli with a basil plant I have and lemon juice and olive oil. Mm -hmm. And then I just take a bunch of veggies and put it on, like, you know, roast them, put them on top, and then put a sunny side up egg. Gotcha. But, like, scrambled with cheese is fucking classic. And yeah. Herbs. Like, depends on how fancy I want to be. Yeah, I just did scrambled with cheese and preferably, like, with, like, ham or salami. That's ideal. Oh, God, yeah, dude. And then Ham, some ketchup. Like, I'm a ketchup uh, on eggs person. I'm a hot sauce on eggs person. Ah, hot sauce is ruined for me. Um, hot no sauce is just like the, you know, extreme version of ketchup. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, the problem with hot sauce for me is one time, Anthony and I did this video of, like, trying hot sauces with different foods. Uh-huh. And it was all pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah but sometimes like what i'll do is i'll like scramble two or three and then do one like sunny side up and then okay. uh, yeah yeah i like runny yolk like have you ever had like a shakshuka a what is that a sex thing <laughs> you just take tomatoes like tomato sauce and you put the eggs you just crack the egg open in the sauce hmm. and then you put like mozzarella or something over it and basil and you just bake it and, and it's you, so fucking good the yolk will stay runny pizza basically yes <laughs> <laughs> the yolk stays really runny put some tuscan olive oil get like oh god the thing with eggs is they get cold fast so like you gotta make it a way you can eat it quickly <laughs> They do. I don't. Is that like? Is there science behind that? There must be. They just have a, a low. I think it's like specific heat is what it's called. Like how well you retain heat. Okay. Egos have a low one, huh? Yeah. Since they're embryos or whatever, basically. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's specific heat. Let me make sure. Uh, oh, heat capacity is all looking for. Okay. Heat capacity. Mm. Specific heat is the heat required to raise the temperature of something like. Like like per per unit of it, I guess, and the heat capacity is like how easily it is or isn't. Uh, okay, so they're related. Yeah, they're in the same equation. I'm pretty sure. I, it's been a bit. That's a key transfer. Dude, I love how this fucking like Vance McDonald stiff arm is just the the dude who failed, like the Chris Conti, the yeah, safety. On IR, right? Right, he was like, I shouldn't have even played. <laughs> In hindsight, yeah. I haven't listened to the Vance interview yet, but I heard it was great, like his interview afterwards. I haven't either. I heard like he basically was like, like he basically was like, I wanted to kill him, or like I wanted to just demolish him. <laughs> That's amazing. Let me look it up. I think here it is. Just punish him. <laughs> <laughs> His Were you aiming for a specific part? Yeah, his temple. <laughs> I gotta watch it too. Do you think he's the Steelers' tight end to own? Yeah, I feel like he is. He's better. I um, 
I picked him up before this week in the league where I had Evan Ingram get hurt. Yeah. I, so, well, like, I, Yahoo lets you, like, drop people on your bench even if they played. So I picked him up Sunday night or, like, Monday morning. Really? Yeah, I think, I'm actually thinking of picking him up in my homer league because uh, I've just lost Evan Ingram. Uh, Still available in the Delta Sig League. Yeah. Okay, it is heat capacity is what I was looking for. Yep, double-checking. But, um... Yeah, there have been some, like, there were a lot of questionable drops in a lot of my leagues this week. I'm like, hmm. Dude, someone dropped Evan Engram in our league. Yeah, and Trey Burton. What? Yeah. I'm just telling you this is helping you, my competition, but whatever. It's fine. Do you want one? I'll take the other. <laughs> nah. That's ridiculous. Uh -huh. <laughs> I have Zach Ertz, but, like. Yeah, I'm definitely going for both of them, like, duh. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Who, what? Trey yeah. Burton's going to be, like, come on. Yeah. That's kind of silly, but um, someone in a league I'm in, it's like a, it's like the only league I'm in, not for money. It's like like a wedding party league. Um, but, what, like, someone dropped Derek Henry. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I wish it were fab because I would spend a lot of a lot of my fab on that. Yeah, dude, Steven just – is it Steven? No, no, no. My homer league, it was, it's not Steven. It's someone else. Someone <laughs> just dropped Derek Henry for Roethlisberger. I was like, dude. Derrick Henry, how many carries? He's gotten a lot of carries. This he's thing. getting like 18 carries a game. I think, yeah, I think the last two, he's gotten 